Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It's another new episode of Between Two Beards. If you've got the budget, I've got the time. There he is. Hey, boss! Hey, good boss. Hey. The man with the finest beard on this screen. Shut the hell up. Let me talk. You see, the rides are resourceful. When I got beef with somebody, I can find a way to talk to them. Hello, hello. Song's a banger, bro. Song's a banger. That's right. It's been a banger for two years. Hello, 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 love wrestling. How we doing out there? It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And y'all know what that means by what now. What does that mean, JPJ? I still it's don't know an- what that means. No, Tell it's me. another episode of Between Two Beards right here on YouTube. We got the boss behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. He, he says he only earlier. drinks with his best friend. Banger, dude. And we got our friend Sierra popping in saying hello. Always good to see you. Thank you for being like here. not like my new gimmick. Wait, boss? what's your new gimmick? I, 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 this wasn't run by me. I called him what I... I said he was super duper McFly A1 steak sauce earlier. And he was like, you're fired. So I can't believe. When the hell did you say that? Earlier in the the Slack chat. All right. All right. Oh, Ah, Mr. Warren Hayes is in the building. We got Mr. Warren Hayes in here saying hello. Always good to see you. We got Zach. That was actually me on a different device. My bad. There you go. There you go. (laughs) All right. I love it. Zach has got our theme song. Um, that new intro now, you saw. He made that. He did all this awesome new stuff as we yep. have wondered. Even the, the countdown, all these graphics you see, the countdown at the beginning of the show, that theme song and the cutting and the, all that stuff. That's Zach. He's the best. He does best everything for us here at Love Wrestling, and he is the best in the business. We have but a good more one on, tonight. More on Zach later. We've got a guest. we got a oh, good yeah. one. we got a guest it. tonight. We have our buddy Ryan from Mark Order Pod here. We're going to talk some wrestling. We had a heated heated discussion before you, you we hopped had on heated here. Discussion. And by heated discussion, I mean I was yelling at the computer screen for 10 minutes. So we might dive into that. Who knows? He might Who not knows? join us again, but let's bring him on before he leaves. Well, yes, <laughs> before we bring room. him on, though, let's pay some bills real quick. Let's get through a little sponsor read right at the top, oh, and yeah, then we'll bring yeah. Ryan on here, and we'll get after it a little bit. But as you guys heard, our yeah. newest partner. Alex's work on the, sp- uh, the countdown. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is true. Our new our new uh brand partner, BetStamp. And today's podcast is brought to you by the BetStamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights um or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Uh, even when betting on the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be gigantic. 
Thankfully, with BetStamp, it allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning on the long term. On average, BetStamp users win an extra thousand plus dollars yearly just by this line shopping feature. You can find the BetStamp app on your Apple Store, the Google Play Store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. That's www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code LOVEWRESTLING, as you can see on your screen right there. And you can start your journey to successful sports betting today. Right now, you can do it. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, don't fret. You can always enter our code in your BetStamp account afterwards and receive the same uh, sponsorship here. So please go check it out. Our friends over at BetStamp. Look at that handsome stud sitting on those turnbuckles. I know, right? Crazy. All right. Uh but I've used BetStamp personally, and I won with my first bet ever in my life. It was amazing, and so definitely you won with the first bet, huh? Yeah, first bet I ever placed. I was like, Boo, "Wow, that's pretty good." All right. Without further like ado, we had, we told you that our buddy Ryan from the Mark Order Pod is here. We are going to bring him on right here. Voila! That is a mighty fine background. What is that up, is friend? A nice background. I like that background. Fits in well. Fits in well. Before we begin, I got a question. Yeah. Did you use BetStamp to bet on the Sixer Celtics game? <laughs> I can't. I can't. If I did, I'm, though, I would. I would bet on the Celtics. Not in this tonight. city. I I could have, but I didn't want to come on and yeah. brag about all the money I would have made if James yeah, Massachusetts like just legalized sports gambling like in March. So a lot of these. So technically, I've been told soon I will be able to use BetStamp, but right now I still can't. I was just wondering but, how you feel about the Sixers cutting the lead to three. I just I didn't know. Oh, I'm all right. I feel good. I think it's all right. I think it's all right. Again, I this whole thing started before you even popped on in the back. Plugo was like, "Oh, Celtics game set uh, game tonight." I was like, "Yeah," and I said, "I hope they lose." I did, That's yeah, what yeah. I said. I said, "I hope they lose." So in the chat, listen, well, Brian, before we dive deep, before we get heated, yeah. let's have some fun here. So in the chat, we yeah. got we got Warren Hayes, we got, we got Killjoy Kill in the house. And this is where you Yahoos have gone. HCW here. That's HCW there. Our That's buddies right, at HCW. Baby. Hell we, yeah, we, man. We're new Good home, new you. home here at YouTube. Um, we have this fun feature now that we're on YouTube. If you super chat something, you're guaranteed that JPJ will have to read it on air. So if you want to disparage any Boston sports team or any Boston sports figure. If you super chat, it is guaranteed that he has to put it on the screen and read it. And I just think that that would make my day. So feel free to do that. But yes, continue, boys, as you were. <laughs> no, I said I was. All right, fine. Ryan, how are you today, yes, sir? Yes, how about that? How about we welcome I'm our great. guests? Yes. <laughs> I quite enjoy that the, I didn't expect when I, when I, uh, was invited on that I'd have a rival sports fan on, and I'm actually very happy about that. He told yeah. me right before you opted, he goes, he's Philadelphia sports fan. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, you guys are yeah, playing but... tonight. I'm like, yeah, oh, on air. Oh. My team might get eliminated, and that's going to be a hoot. But, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, I won't lie. It won't <laughs> be a hoot for me. I hope, again, my first initial response to Pluggo when he asked me or brought up the Celtics is I said, I hope they lose. That's what I said. Uh, obviously I don't, I'm a diehard Boston sports fan, but they deserve to lose because they're a bunch of ballless cowards. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Hey friends, 
And then Spencer <laughs> says, also, if you'd like to send a, t- a $10 super chat, Spencer will hop in and show you how much yard work he's gotten done tonight. There are you, go. if, if, if you are in Daisy Duke cut off shorts and a um, sleeveless tee, I'll send the money myself. Wow. <laughs> Let's get so you want money. him in the filthy Tom Lawler get up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go see filthy Tom Lawler next month. I'm excited. Hell yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. There you go. Over at Black Label Pro. It's going to be fun time. Fancy, good, fancy wrestling. I don't think he's going to dress fancy for that. There you go. He said, nope, jeans and a ranch jacket. What is a ranch jacket? I think of the same like, thing. Like a Hidden Valley jacket? Like it's like at the... Like the brown like... with... Does it have the brown tassels? Is that what you're talking about? Is that a ranch <laughs> no, jacket? He's talking about the ranch. <laughs> you've <laughs> seen like you've seen like the ramen hoodies and the ramen sweatshirts where it's just ramen packet print? Is it just like a Hidden yeah. Valley, you know, windbreaker? Oh, like Hidden Valley ranch bottle. Is that what you're talking about? Nice. Nice. I, I'm from... Like like JV Chan, I'm from the Northeast. I don't yeah. know anything about ranch clothing. No, he said he's a jacket you wear at a ranch plug out. Do you live on a ranch, Spencer? He's, he lives in Canada. Is everyone in Canada live no. on a ranch? No. That would be that would be wrong of me to just assume something. Yeah, you don't remember those 90s country. photos of Bret Hart and all those cool jackets and those are like, ranch jackets, like with the mountains. And I don't know what a ranch jacket is. I think Canada is like Montana. That's what, yeah, there is some yeah. city, but yeah. everything else is just open land and cowboys. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Yeah. There are city, yeah. So a ranch fitting, jacket, I would assume. You're fitting right in, Ryan, because every every am, week listen, we go down some Canadian history. We do. We learn Canadian geography. facts almost weekly on this show by the chat. Just people yelling at us, going, "No, you idiots!" And I go, "All right, well, there we go." I mean, I've never so, been to Canada, but I would like to go. Yeah, yeah, I've been to Montreal, but that's about it. That's about it. No, nah, they don't speak my, English. I want to go. To a the, lot. Of, no, I ran into a lot of people speaking speaking the French, and I was like, I, yeah, I don't, don't speak know French. what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. Um, our, our good buddy, our good buddy, the worksmith is a Montreal Canadian. And correct. Zach, Zach Lawrence Cartier as well. Our, our, our lawyer, lawyer, our legal team. Uh, he, our legal team against the Rads. He's also uh, Montreal. You but, know a lawyer? Wow, well, that's a long story, bro. It's a long Dude, we story. Got, we got, we got a legal. We team got stories got, for days, man. We, we got stories we for days. We don't mess around. Wait, there's a certain Canadian championship tag team. They're part of a bigger group, but tag. They team. haven't been here in a couple. Weeks, Don't jinx yeah. it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> it's been nice. I'm not in the mood tonight. All right. Uh, I'm actually in a wonderful mood besides the Celtics. Piss me off. Uh, but <laughs> there's a tag team named the Rads. Fantastic tag team. They're champions for a reason. Okay. And the reason is they cheat, but <laughs> they are champions nonetheless. They have haunted us. To pop in. Because like you know, so I, we don't book, know. We don't know. Canada People, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Somebody sent a super Son chat. A bitch, this is the first one. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Culp, Culp, I love you. I love you. Swags. Cheaters Alpina. and small balls. Life of a Pats fan. Oh, wow. that's amazing. You know. <laughs> you know. Well done. Hey, it's fair. Well done. It's fair. It's fair. If you got a super chat, it it goes on the screen. I gotta read it. I gotta read it. There it is. That's five how bucks. That, how did that make you feel? Say it again. Read it I again. Mean, it I, listen, five being bucks. a Patriots fan. Listen, being a Patriots fan, I don't care what anybody says. Every time somebody says something, I just go, oh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Should have had nine, but we had six. We've been in the Tom Brady. In the 20 years that he was the quarterback of the New England Patriots, played in 17 AFC championship games. 
17. But how many Plug, were How many did you cheat in? Zero. 17. I think it was 17. I think they had this camera set hey, look up. At you, you have the luxury of you have you have a we beat, we beat you once. We beat, we beat you beat once, you. but you you avenged it. So you have I can't say shit to you. Even though that's a Super Bowl that at the time when we lost that, I was I that I felt like I was like, oh, all right, that's kind of lame. But I didn't like care that much. But looking back on it, that's the game that I'm like, we had no business losing that game. Tom Brady passed for 512 yards. 512 yards. And we lost. What the hell? No ring. What the hell, bro? Anyway. Deflate gate, massage gate. I mean, there was a lot of gates over there. And and how many times Peyton Manning win? Wait, I just looked a question. How many Peyton Manning? He he won how many? Two. Yeah, that's not six. I had like if we're talking player to player, that's not seven. That's not seven, but that's not six. So anyway, uh, there's a lot of wrestling gonna, I, that happened. I was going to ask in the <laughs> wrestling realm, Ryan. Yeah. I've yeah. been wanting to ask you this because I know, because I see you in the hashtag all the time. You're one of the few people that love to live tweet the dark and the elevation. RIP to your baby. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? You just had to stick a needle in the wound. I had to ask. Yeah, I wouldn't no, be doing. No. Yeah, I wouldn't did. be doing yeah, my did. my journalistic job if I didn't ask you how you felt about I losing. Mean, it, so I will talk about it. I will also say if anyone's interested in to see how absurd I would get over it. Two weeks ago on the Mark Order Pod, I did a uh, eulogy for him. Oh, I may or may not have been wearing just a t-shirt, tie, and, and a veil. So <laughs> no, no pants. <laughs> The Are you wearing pants right now? Though. The cameras don't got to know. I, I'm in yeah, shorts. I, I don't give away the secrets. Yeah, that's they, they can't see below here. It doesn't really matter what's going on. Yeah, exactly. You that's know, learn that early on. Yeah, I'm legitimately sad they're gone. Legitimately I am too. Sad. I watch them every Monday and every Tuesday. Obviously, I live tweet them. I there's so much wrestling on. It's hard for me to follow like all the indies, but I love seeing that talent. It was the easiest way to get used to everyone. And then I could follow people that I wouldn't have otherwise known about. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's wrestlers all over that the first time I ever saw them was Darker Elevation. It's like, okay, now I know to go Google your stuff. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't get to do that. And fan, like, I'm hoping ROH kind of picks up the slack a little bit on that. Not yeah. too much because I and want we it think, to be more competitive. What do we think about Rampage? There's Rampage. So we're, we're assuming next week. You know, and we'll talk about dynamite. Obviously, I do want to start with backlash when we start diving into the wrestling stuff because uh, chronologically it happened on Saturday, and I just got to talk about it because that was a magical shit. But uh, um, do we think when once the announcement is official and we know, hey, this is happening, collision, a second major show, we're treating on the same level as dynamite? Do we think Rampage maybe Texas? It's still going to be on television, but does it take another step back and become maybe? more resemblance have a more resemblance of what dark the original dark maybe was you think well, that's actually a good the, your caveat there is actually a really good caveat to call it the original dark because yes. dark clearly changed once the pandemic ended mm -hmm. and they kept they pulled off a lot of talent that was higher end off of it i heard the i, I forget where i read and, and i would love to give credit so i apologize probably on twitter just people repeating things that they think Rampage will end up being like old Sunday night heat. Okay. I uh, heard that today. Yeah. What you could do though, if you're going to treat it like Sunday night heat is bring in an indie guy, bring in a lesser known talent, lesser used talent on your, on your roster and just let them have a banger. Yeah. Just let them go all out. 
and it'll make it a show for people who, like it's only going to get a certain audience will make it enjoyable for that audience mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's that's the one thing that i've been thinking about because it's like they're getting rid of dark and elevation but they're keeping rampage around but rampage is now going to be the third wheel and you know I feel like Rampage is on a streak now where it's been six or seven weeks where it's on a different friggin' time or a different day. Like, like you know, and I know they yeah. do that from time to time, but it feels like every week now when Excalibur's doing his rundown, it's, hey, just remember there's a special time on Rampage and it's a different NHL time. NHL and like, NBA playoffs, baby. And I get it. I get it. But, like, there's been no consistency with the show in a long time. And it's just like, okay, now if you're going to have a second show at that level – whether it, it takes a step back and it becomes a show like you just talked about, or it becomes the Sunday night heat or the original dark or whatever under the, still the rampage name, like you got to find a, a consistent spot where it's going to stay and it's going to live. Cause I don't think it does anybody any justice. Even if you are a diehard wrestling fan, if I know, Hey, Monday nights at eight o'clock, I'm watching Monday night raw. That never changes. Wednesday nights at eight o'clock. I'm watching dynamite. That never changes. But if I'm a fan of rampage, I got to go. All right. You know, and if you're one of those wrestling fans that like maybe like, wants to watch it live and plans their stuff around it and stuff like that. You're like, okay, well it's on at two 30 in the afternoon this week. Oh, next week it's on Saturday at seven. Like I can't, it needs to be a, we got to figure out like what the identity and where that show is going to be. You know, the only thing I'll say is for the timing of rampage is that I think part of why Turner loves it so much or Warner brothers, whoever it is at this point, you want to say owns it is because they can just toss it around whenever they want. Yeah. And yeah. it will get at least some audience that follows it. Yeah. yeah. Not as much as if it's on a regular spot, but if you're going to get, if you get 450,000 on a regular Friday and well, now we're going to toss it to Saturday at 1030 or Friday at 630. And you know, you're still getting about 300. It's probably better ad revenue than you get. If you have a, a rerun of young Sheldon, then you sure. to them, there might be some value in that. I mean, like this is our toss around program. It sucks as a wrestling fan because you don't know when it is. The mm -hmm. AEW clearly changes the value of the show based on when it is. Yeah. Which again, I guess Saturday would hopefully even that out where it's like, I don't care what Rampage is anymore because now I have four hours of really good wrestling every well, really good AEW wrestling every week that I can watch. Yeah. yeah it's true. Uh, we got Mrs. Plugo in the chat saying that uh, love your shirt, Hi, Plugo. Team Ollie. This is my, my son, Team Ollie. All right, there you go. And then Killjoy the saying it has to have consistency. That's what WWE has and has had for years. Uh, there's been okay. I will I will admit this about Rampage. There's been very few appointment viewed episodes for me where it's like I have to stay up till eleven thirty or eleven eleven thirty every night to watch it yeah. on a Friday night. Like of course, like CM Punk returning, great. Yes, and there's some matches that like oh yeah, I can't wait to see those. But like I'm usually a catch it the next morning kind of guy. Yeah, didn't yeah. really make a difference to me. I think that obviously, if you're going to go with the collision route, and you are going the collision route, they're not. If you're going, it's when they're going to have to throw everything at the wall for these, you know, four hours to definitely. I don't know how Saturday night eight p.m. time slot's going to do on a. Is it is it going to be on TNT or TBS? I I don't know. I think it's sure. going to be TNT. I think at least I would think. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, Saturday nights at eight o'clock. It, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see what they draw. I think it'll do well, you know, but Saturday nights, it's the weekend, man. People like to go out. People have lives. They got they go out to dinner with their family or their kids or whatever. They're going out. It's just 
I, I, you know, for a pay-per-view once a month, I feel like is, but you're talking weekly now, weekly Saturday at eight o'clock. Like that's taking a, you know, a date night or a night out for most people. If you're a wrestling fan and you're like, no, I'm sitting, I'm staying in to watch this show. That's taking a, a night away from you. You know what I mean? And that's a, and I think there are some night. wrestling fans have no lives. So <laughs> really, yeah, that's insane. No, I'm not. I, I believe wrestling fans do, but you know, are you saying they don't? I don't. Uh, I, I, mean, I watch, a, my, lot. I watch my, a lot of wrestling. I, I watch a lot of wrestling. Uh, but speaking <laughs> well, of then, then on that, you'll have Saturday pay-per-views from the WWE, the weekends that they have pay-per-views AEW. Like we're we're into this territory now where there's not a night off anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like truly. it's just it's just balls to the wall nightly. I do I will say this: the one caveat I did have where I kind of I'm I'm not sure we'll see how it plays out, but I wonder what that'll do the need for collision will do to some of this AEW talent that still heavily works the indies. Like I, I use, I'll use Dante Martin as an example. Granted he's hurt right now, so it's not a great example, but he was working the weekends, you know, indie show, indie show, indie show. And I mean, is he now going to have to eliminate Saturday bookings? Cause the potential he'll be on dynamite is Tony Khan going to coordinate that better or is he going to say everybody's got to show up and we'll use you if we use you if we don't we don't and then you i mean he's get they're getting paid oh yeah but now you're losing out on potential income on that saturday to work a different show so I'm yeah interested I, I, to see how that plays i had not thought about that to be honest with you but that's a, actually a good call out yeah because like i think what like malachi black is working a working an indie show this weekend um i think icw if i'm not mistaken i think i saw him booked like would he not be able to do that now like I'm interested to see how the, I would love to know how that works, how they coordinate all that. How Tony does Tony kind of like take request offs like a normal job? Like, did you put your request? Yeah, you off probably in? have. Yeah, I would think you'd have to put if you want some time <laughs> off. Yeah, right. That's the rules. You want to go work? You want to go work? What? I know you weren't going to use me anyway, Tony. I mean, maybe they say like you have to, you know, every guy has to be available at least two Saturdays a month. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And they could do that. They could do that. That's yeah, because I mean, bookings was a big deal for AEW. That's yeah, that's nice. advantage yeah. of for wrestlers is they could go other places and make some money. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I also, I mean, if it's going to be live on Saturday, you know, the travel involved. So you got to probably travel to the destination Friday night. So that eliminates a Friday booking. You're going to be there Saturday all night. Then maybe you could squeeze in a Sunday show, but that you know the Sunday shows aren't as plentiful as the saturday and the independent scene so i would be interested to see how that plays out that was just my first thought there of course if the indies are smart what they might try to do is bookend their shows around where AEW's traveling on a saturday yeah that would be that would be a, do good a friday move. show and a sunday show and that way we know one of those two nights maybe we can grab a talent either come in early or stay late yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. there's opportunities here i think i don't think that this is a bad thing I know that it sounds like we're talking about some of the negatives of it, but I think more wrestling is good. And like you said, if there's independent promotions around that area could figure it out, maybe they could land themselves a, you know, I'm trying to think of a name. Like I said, I use Dante Martin only because I've seen him on the Indies or like Buddy Murphy, Orange Christopher, Cassidy or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like the goat I mean, Orange Cassidy. He, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. You know what? We're talking about it. I still get you know, pissed you know. off that people that don't understand how good Orange Cassidy is. You want to talk about fired up, man. He's the it hottest. Still he pisses is, me off. I tweeted it last night. He's the hottest champion. He's the hottest wrestler in the world, like in the company. 
in the world, man. Well, he when was the last time hold, he lost? Hold on. First of all, the hottest boy in AEW is Peter Avalon. After oh, you yes, establish that, that, yes, yes, we <laughs> yes. can say that. Yes, Jesus you're 100 percent right. I've been on Orange Cassidy's train since the since he started in AEW. Oh no, dude, home. Hook Me Hook too. is pretty good looking. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. No, he's not pretty Peter. I don't see pretty Hook. I see pretty Peter. That's true. That's true. That's true. Still but one of my Jay favorite moments of all time was when he was uh holding um Anton what's that other guy, the big guy's name? Bononi? Yeah. Yes. They had that C match. Cesar Bononi. Cesar Bononi, they had that match on Dynamo. He had a it was during the pandemic era. And after the match, he was holding him like he was like a dead person in a movie, like just crying, like Rob. I laughed my ass off for 10 minutes. Um, all right. So, I mean, we've been talking about AEW a little bit here. We can talk about Dynamite, uh, Backlash, which was a rousing hit, fun show uh, that happened last weekend in Puerto Rico. Plugo and I obviously haven't talked about that yet on air, so I would definitely like to dive in there. And did just... you forget that you hopped into the reacts? I did, but it's late night. Not everyone that watches this show that's here goes to there. So I hung no... out with Ryan on the fight for watch. -along. Yes, I know. Very good. I've I've been on there a few times with right. Ryan myself so uh it's always fun those watch alongs over there so um and this was a fun event this was yeah. fun uh i was in the i was in at least the chat where they the, the link is shared and we were i was chatting in there a little bit but um i thought from the jump from the second that event started that crowd was as good a wrestling crowd as you will ever see you will ever see you could tell that they had been waiting 18 years, 19 years, whatever it was, and they were ready, and they were ready to show out. Um, you saw it on the SmackDown the night before. You got you got the hint, and it was like, okay, they're jacked up to be here. And then I thought it was just even another level with Backlash, let alone, which we'll get to, the Bad Bunny match was just, what a spectacle that thing was. Um, but it started off with the Bianca EO stuff and just they were so into EO sky and they were booing. Like it was a complete Bianca. I know people have been thrown up that he got, she got the John Cena treatment where the crowd was like, yeah, no, we, we, we're going to boo you. We don't like the, you, the, the good guy, the good person here. We're going to boo you. We want EO to win. And it was different. That doesn't happen with Bianca because Bianca's excellent. And Bianca usually gets that babyface reaction because she's so good and everyone likes her. But that crowd was like, nah, no, we want EO. And it was just, it set the tone. I think it set the the dynamic of the evening of how involved that crowd was going to be. Um, and then they had a banger of a match on top of it. Um, I think they should have gave the belt to EO. I think they should have called it in the back. I think they should have called it in the back. Bianca has had the belt long enough and she's had the belt for a long reign here that i think that I, know, I heard a lot of people saying the same thing about the other women's match because of everything that was going on with zelina and the emotions of the crowd and her clear emotions and they friggin said that she was dedicating it to her father for crying out loud and all this stuff and i heard a lot of people you know on social media saying the same thing there oh you should have made the switch like that would have been what a moment but i feel like at that moment with ria's title reign just getting it back you couldn't do that you couldn't do that but i feel like bianca has had such an established run here and had the title for so long that i think with the reaction that io was getting you could have made that decision and it would have worked it would have worked that's how i feel 
All right. I agree. I oh, mean, you're you're I'll the say, guest. You hop on I, in, man. I don't like. To, I didn't want to jump over anyone. Uh, I mean, to your point, first of all, the crowd. It's amazing how a crowd makes or break a show. Makes or breaks a show. Unbelievable. I, I mean, we. I, I still think it would have been an excellent show, even with a mediocre crowd, because all the matches were good. But mm-hmm. it went from being it. It made it a an amazing show, like one where I'm like, I want to see that happen again. I hope they keep go, they go back again because that crowd was fantastic. Keep going until you wear out the crowd, and they're not yeah. fantastic, basically. Yeah, they never they never quit either. They had they didn't really have a dip at all. They were just no. The six man after the Bad Bunny match was really the only time you could feel them like kind of getting their breath back together. Like, okay, we just literally exploded for and that Bad Bunny match was not a short match, and that crowd did not let up at all throughout that match. They were at this level the whole way, and it was crazy. It was that was probably the one mistake WWE made was not putting that as the main event. I don't know how, I don't know how you. How could you think that that was going to go any other way than be like, the most popular thing that the crowd was ready for? Like that should have main evented, no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Oof. I mean, the crowd came back alive for Cody Brock, but it wasn't, yeah. I still don't think they were quite as alive as they were before the bad bunny. Just cause you can't, we've all sat yeah, in those crowds before they're, they're It's an emotional roller coaster, but going well, back and they, EO, and they rolled out all those legends anyway. Yeah. Go back to EO. We'll get to the bad bunny yeah. stuff, but I, as much as I loved, I mean, I loved that the crowd wanted EO over Bianca just because it was neat. No one saw that coming. I would have never predicted that the crowd would turn for absolutely no reason on Bianca. Mm. I don't think you can make that call in the back because you have not planned that out at all. Yeah, yeah. You, you would true. be you would be literally scrambling for the next oh. night. Like, how do we, how do we fix this? Or yeah. you have to beat EO immediately. Yeah. And everyone's furious. So yeah. like, that's the only difficult there. Because I remember going when the AW fixed when they had the acclaimed lose and then they had the acclaimed win. Yes. The acclaimed had been built up over months. So they at least knew that there was sustained love there. I think EO was such a shock that there might even be some concern I, that, that that love doesn't come from. Yeah, I didn't expect yeah. her. I didn't expect her. I mean, we all I mean, wrestling fans love EO Sky for what she mm. can do, but I don't think any of us expected her to get the pop that she got. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing too, is I've started to, I'm starting to notice that, that you said it earlier, the John Cena treatment of Bel Air. She's starting to get that a little bit from some internet fans where it's like, you've had this thing for a year. You're, you're it's the same cut and paste thing every time. Now I'm not saying that cause I, I love Bianca Belair. I think she's fantastic. So if they're not going to do that with EO, I, I mean, I would, I'd hope they start coming up with the, the successor for her to get her back on maybe the chase a little bit or kind of just tweak her character you slightly. Her heel. Because you I would, you could turn her heel because, but that match, I mean, I think that match showed too. She was, she was not the favorite, so she was working a different. She's usually the favorite, mm-hmm. and it was just. And, I like it and like and then of course Sky... Bailey and of course the Bailey interaction. Yeah. I thought for sure that that was going to be like that. She cost you the match. So hopefully mm-hmm. that'll get that dissension and break up damage control finally. Yep. But I mean, Bailey broke the internet with those. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's all yeah. I saw trending on Twitter while I was like getting things around. I was like, I was getting things around to jump on the fightful watch log. And all I see trending is Bailey pants. And I go, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I was like, oh Jesus. And and I, that's I, I proof that us internet our wrestling fans, we don't have lives. 
<laughs> and I love that, like, during the match, like, EO being as great as she is, like, she started working babyface. Like, she started, like, wrestling a little bit yeah. as a, you know what I mean? Like, she was, like, playing it up to the crowd and, like, do it. Like, I just thought it was uh, a very well done. And then I do love how, because I, you know, I think this cr- does start to create the, the dissension in the group. And I could see EO Sky becoming a babyface and exiting the group here and then they could potentially push her up that, you know, if you're looking for that person to dethrone Bianca down the road, if you do it the right way, EO could get the crowd behind her to a point where maybe she is that person who does it just down the road. And then Bianca could, it'll be interesting to see what they do tomorrow. You know, you could do a lot of things, you know, it'll be so. interesting to see what they do tomorrow. Cause that my first thought was Ooh, Monday night. What are they going to do with EO? Then I realized they got drafted to SmackDown. Yeah. So do they do they ride with the wave of EO what they saw on Saturday, or is this another classic like, oh, that was a cool moment, but we're gonna just move on to something else? I hope that they ride with it. Well, I think, and I think part of the problem you want to talk about the crowd starting to turn on Bianca a little bit. I think a part of the problem is the booking because it's been that way. You know, she had the long term feud with Becky, and then that ended at WrestleMania, and basically since WrestleMania. It's just been plug and play. All right, who's facing her this month? Okay, there we go. All right, who's facing her this? You know what I mean? Like it hasn't been, there hasn't been a juicy feud for her. And, you know, and I think that that is affecting maybe how some people are maybe getting tired of Bianca because it's like, what have we really been investing in? I think people are invested in Bianca and Rhea potentially, you know, when they've kind of teased that before. But now you're the both the chance. Like, what are you going to do? You're, you can't unify. What are you gonna do? Ju- it, it's uh, the uh, juicy the same feud. issue. Warren <laughs> likes having juicy feud. <laughs> Putting that on shorts is that is that is that too graphic? I just I like that. Has there been one though since? No, it's, been, a, it's been it's it, felt like a while. It's it, we've seen this happen to a couple different wrestlers over a couple different companies. Jay Cargill, AEW is a perfect example. Yeah. Wins and absolutely no, and in, until except for maybe a couple that was Roman's problem for a long time. Yeah. But they didn't give him people. Anyone believed would win and people were really turning on him in the wrong way. And certainly that they're turning on. Has there been a juicy feud? Is that what Joe, is what Joe wants to know? <laughs> um, you know, it, I mean, I don't think it, it's a matter of huge popcorn. You... Huge popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> The only way you can express your displeasure for booking is to boo the wrestler. When I don't think people actually have a problem with Bianca, it's just that they're like, "This is boring now." Yes, yeah. yeah. But I, we yeah. don't we, we don't take it out on we don't take it out on we're taking it out on her. We're like, "This is Bianca being lame," but it's not her fault that they don't book her better. Well, the problem is that Triple H or he who shall not be named aren't going to stand in front of the crowd and say, "Tell me your thoughts on the booking." So the only way you have to express it. Yeah. Yeah. is with the wrestler coming out yeah yeah it's true um but all in all like you know obviously bianca wins um she you're, you're is now raw going over to smackdown champion. yeah the raw women's champion on smackdown and Rhea, the smackdown women's champion on raw that's what we're doing party uh so you know it was we'll see kind of like you said plug think, where things go i think we talked about this on saturday ryan if i'm not mistaken but if not if we have refreshed my memory, if not, this will be the first time I ask. 
What do you think? What do you think they should do with the titles? They got Bianca on SmackDown, Rhea's on Raw. Obviously, they're branded the Raw SmackDown Women's Champions. Do you just rename the belt? I don't want to see them do a silly just here. Here you go, and then they go to their brand. No, they like they better not do that. They better not do that because that was lame so, when they did it with the Street Profits and New Day. They did it with Becky and Charlotte, and it ended oh, in yeah, disaster yeah, yeah, that's too. Right, that's right. The part of me that wants to see the world burn just wants to see that because people will lose their mind. <laughs> But, we will. but realistically they just need to rename the belts yeah i'd yeah. redesign and rename i yeah. I, I i think everyone's sick of the design i think you get rid of the color scheme because that's just stupid and say this is the women's world heavyweight champion this is the women's i hate universal so find another you know wwe yeah. champion world heavyweight and wwe champion and then they could just and that way whenever they trade or they flip shows it doesn't matter it's whatever the belt that belt can go to either show yeah yeah uh look what you've started you Juicy don't remember that where they were they were like almost oh i i do remember it i tried <laughs> yeah, to forget almost, about it because i thought it was absolutely uh, it was boring, legendary hunter hearst um, juicily hunter hearst yeah juicily. yeah juicy feud man you could do title for title, but then you're going to run into the same situation you have with the world title right now, which Roman. you have to create a second one because the guy one. who has the first one ain't on the show. You know, I don't know. Um, And then we got Killjoy saying, wait, are we going to kind of throw Belair's title run away because of yeah, one off could... pay-per-view in Puerto Rico? They went to a place that doesn't have WWE as much like we do. And because that crowd turned, no. we're all we're questioning it. No, I don't think we're throwing it away. I think we're just asking kind of like, okay, we have we see now like EO's hot. She had the hot crowd, but like what's next for Bel Air? Because she has had the stake for over a year now. At some point, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they want to give her the Roman Reigns treatment. I don't think she's going to hold that thing for a thousand days. No. She already passed the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion, right? That already yeah. happened this past week. Right? Yeah. 400 days plus or something like that. Um, and... Yeah, and Warren agreeing, saying Bianca's been cold for a while. I'm with the boys. It was a problem before Puerto Rico. Maybe we name one of the belts the Juicy Universal title and the other one's the Juicy the World WWE title. Juicy, Uni Ju Juicy Heavyweight Championship. I don't know what podcast JPJ told you you were coming on today, Ryan. I'm sorry. Oh, we are not I mean, professional by any stretch of the imagination. Have you seen us? We are the least professional. Yeah, no, member. I know. Wednesday nights, man. I, I, I pop in. I, I guess do a good job. I love it. It's yeah. Yeah. But we're not professional, and I'm probably the worst at it. So I fit right in. Oh, good. I like Warren's right Perfect. here. The Juiceversal. The Juiceversal world title. So that's it, man. That's it. Uh, that's it. I'm just saying. Um, but we then had what? Yeah. I was just gonna say the phrase the Juicitude Guerrero. I was literally thinking Hoovy Juice the whole time. Hoovy Juice. Hoovy Juice. Yeah, Hoovy Juice. Yes. God damn it. Um. <laughs> oh, off the rails. Thanks, Warren. No, we're good. No, we're. Oh, Warren liked that one though. Warren got the uh, uh. uh the juice, Ubi juice. Uh, then we had uh, Omos's best match of his career, easily. I thought, uh, with Seth Rollins, who I think is the betting favorite to be the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Um. I thought this match probably had no business being as good as it was. I I, I thought the Omos Brock Lesnar match at Mania was was pretty decent. I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. 
Um, and if anybody could get a good match out of Omos, it was going to be someone like Seth Rollins. You know, he's that good in the ring. And he got a pretty good match out of it's e in my opinion, easily Omos's best match that we've seen him in. Easily. Um, Seth got the win. Um, and then obviously that carried over to Monday night where he became the the raw representative for the new world heavyweight title. Um, but I thought this match was I thought I, what I loved most about the match was Omos right at the beginning interrupting the, the crowd singing by kicking Seth right in the face. I thought that was like, cool. All right, that was cool. Good for you. And then it, they actually just had a pretty decent match here. I think the right guy won, especially if you're going to go where you're going to go with Seth. Like he's, but he hasn't had a many signature. His two biggest wins in the last like six or eight months were Logan Paul and Omos. So Seth needed something <laughs> if you're going to make him the first step. It's, it's true, right? Yeah, I feel like he's, he didn't, he never lost to Roman. But I feel like most of the other big matches that he had had lately were L's in a while. So, uh, well, I mean, he lost a bunch to Cody. Yes, three times yeah. in a row. One with uh, one arm. Yes. Yeah. Clear. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I thought I thought this match was really I was was pretty good. I thought this match was pretty good. The crowd was still into it. Um, Seth is obviously super over. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't really have much else to add if anybody agreed or thought it was not great or uh, I just thought it was pretty I thought it was Omos's best showing. I'll give him that. If it would have been a huge knock on Omos if he couldn't have a good match with Seth Rollins. Like if you can't go in the ring with him right. and still can't have at least a decent match, then you truly just can't wrestle. So it was good for him that he did have his private his best match. I mean, in fairness to Omos, and I say this a lot to the big guys in, in WWE, they're required to wrestle a certain style. Mm. And it's not most people's favorite. So it, it's tough sometimes to I mean, I'm not saying he's got like the secret skill that we aren't aware of, but I do wonder what he'd work what he'd look like if he was allowed to, you know, not just chop people and grip them, you know, do the iron claw on people's faces and everything. Yeah. I was disappointed in Seth's uh, outfit. I expected yeah. more. Yeah, it was a, it was a little, little standard. Little standard. Yeah, I, I wanted more. So yeah. Thank God for Zelina. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Don't um, forget, if you're in that chat, hit the hit the like button. Yeah, hit, hit that bell hit the, for notifications. Yeah, hit the, correct. Let us Super know. Let, let, let YouTube know that you're happy that we're here finally. We're back. We're live on YouTube. Our new home. Fresh coat of paint. I thought the match was fine. It lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. That's really all I got to say about that. You mentioned that damn heavyweight world title. I'm pretty. I don't. We can go into that. Oh, later. we'll talk about that because I know but you got some thoughts. I'm I know you got about some thoughts. It, but like how you make I, a show, you make a belt for Raw, but SmackDown guys can potentially win it. What? <laughs> don't the SmackDown guys have a champion on their show? They could fight for and challenge if they get on a roll of wins or something don't like that. Don't do it. What I mean, are we talking about? Anyway. Finish this okay, back. No, if fine. you want to finish yeah, this we'll, backlash, we'll, we'll go back we'll back. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we, we'll talk about. That. Anyway, what? I thought Omos and Seth was got fine. Uh, Seth, like you said, he he can have a great match with anybody. He's very talented, and I think oh, he he let Omos shine where Omos needed to shine. He sold his ass off for him. It is old dumb fellas. I'm about to pop off here in a little bit about it, Warren. But we're we're gonna cruise uh, down this backlash card. Let's move on because well, yeah, well, we two. had we had the triple threat match. For the U.S. title, uh, the one thing I liked about this match is, even though he lost, 
they made Bronson Reed look like a stud in this match, like a stud. Uh, he hit all the big moves, that moonsault, even though he missed it. He had the crowd on their feet multiple times with like in awe of some of the stuff that he could do in this match. So I felt like even though he was the lost this match, which is fine. Theory's going to SmackDown. You're keeping that belt on Theory. Like, I get it. Reed's on going to be on Raw. Um, but I thought they made Bronson Reed look pretty good uh, and look like somebody to keep an eye on. And I think I'm very excited to see where Bronson Reed goes on Raw because I think he's very good. I'm a big fan of Bronson Reed. Um, but this was for me. It was the same old. It was the same old stuff, kinda. You know, it was what I expected. Theory to win shittily. Uh, yeah. Is that a word? I don't know. I just created it shittily. That's a word. I use it all the time, so I think. Yeah. I so I, I'm a, I'm saying it's a word. I've heard it before. But was, I, that's what I expected. Was, this was filler. This was to get yeah. to, I think, to yeah. get to the destinations, and then they'll figure something else out once he gets to SmackDown. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I predicted the exact ending, literally the exact ending. So I was like, that's how predictable it was. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're getting into a trend different. where... Oh, so good. Go ahead. Go. Oh, no, I'm just saying they could have done one thing different. That's just say, whoever wins goes to SmackDown. That's all you had to do. And at oh, least yeah. it would have added some intrigue to the match. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like WWE is getting in. I feel like we've seen this triple threat stuff a lot where it's some guy hits a big move, other guy throws him out of the ring and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I think I think they were like, hey, that's how the easiest way to win the triple threat matches in the WWE video game. So like, so I'll just, how about we just make that happen in real life all the time? It's now. the only way to win the triple threat. I, literally, match it's game. the only way you can win a triple threat match in WWE 2K is if you hit a finish a move and throw the other guy out of the ring and pin the guy. And, and, and they're like, let's just do that for all of them now. Face. Fun, fun <laughs> sidebar. I was playing a WWE 2K with uh, Owen my littlest son the other day. And for some reason, Logan Paul's the universal champion. Somebody must've put that belt I mean, on him. And I was, he walks down and I was like, wait a second. What the hell? <laughs> Who did that? Which, which one of my be, kids was like, Logan Paul, the YouTube star. Let's I give him a be belt. Shocked. I wouldn't be shocked to see it someday, to be honest with you. If um, Lauren's still in the chat, let's know how you feel about the uh, triple threat matches, especially for titles. He loves, you know, <laughs> I know we then had though, and you had mentioned her earlier, Ryan, we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match, and it was real. <laughs> I believe this is Warren saying, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Uh, it was Zelina Vega versus Rhea Ripley. Um, the story of this match, the flag, the outfit that Selena Vega that was Selena Vega was wearing, and the pure emotion when she was announced. Um and just the crowd really getting behind her and the emotion you could see on her face, how she was really touched and moved by that moment. Um, and she, you know, she's been around for a long time. Okay. She was in TNA and you know, she's been around for a long time. I feel like people, some people don't like fully get like, understand that they just think, Oh, Selena Vega, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. She's been doing this for a long time. So like that meant a lot to her and you could see that it meant a lot to her. Uh, and it was a cool moment. I thought the match that they ended up having was pretty good. Um, the crowd was clearly behind Zelina, obviously. Uh, like, obviously. And when Rhea won, the crowd wasn't thrilled. They, they kind of, you know, they they did take a dip there. Like, they really wanted Zelina. You know. um, but Rhea was, you know, I think many of us thought that, you know. Who doesn't want to see a miracle happen in front of their eyes? That's what the crowd was. 
you know, and we talked about it a little earlier, like there are some people, uh, a lot of people that thought that this is where they should have made a change in the back and said, hey, I think we got to, you know, well, for this Ryan. moment with the emotion. Yeah. You said, I think Warren Hayes on his show said that they he thought they maybe should have as well. Um, you think so? Because I feel like this would have been just short in terms of what you said, Ryan, the short term thing with EO and Bianca, this would have been far harder to figure out because no, no disrespect. Don't get me wrong. Moments, huge moments. Fantastic. I loved every second of it, but like Zelina, even more so than EO didn't really have much of a direction until this whole like LWO thing. And she still doesn't, she doesn't do a ton mm. with the LWO. And I can't remember the last, like she was the queen of the ring. So you got that going already, but you did all that work for Rhea Ripley to kind of just, I don't know, but she ended up getting just the brake speed off of her, but they did give her the nice moment at the end, which I thought was fantastic. Oh yeah. You know, it was a beautiful moment. Don't get me wrong, but you know, they could have had Rhea win the belt right back at raw. No harm done. Uh, go ahead, okay. Ryan, go ahead, Ryan. No, go ahead. Go ahead. People would have had issues with that. There would have been, what are you doing with your belt? How dare you hot potato it? This is stupid booking. This is, I'm not saying I agree, but that's what the, the reaction would have been yeah. is that this was a stupid move. People, as much as we clamor that we thought it would be a great moment, people then get mad about the outcome of the moment. Like that you actually have to live with the ramifications of what you did. So I, I'm with that. They could have made that change, but it would have the next night and then you would have had half the world just screaming at you. And then you have to rebuild Rhea a bit because how does she lose? You, you would have had to have her lose in like a really weird fashion so that she didn't look weak. It just truthfully, I would have done if it were up to me, I probably wouldn't have made this a one-on-one title match. I probably would have given Selena a tag partner, given Rhea a tag partner and let Selena and the tag partner win. So she could have got her win. I'm impressed she wore a flag. I don't think I've ever seen someone actually wear a flag. I've seen someone draped in a flag. I've seen mm. flag patterns. I've never seen someone literally just cut out holes so that they could put their arms behind it and wear a flag. Yeah. So yeah, that was impressive. Remember how mad you got at me when I said Sami Zayn should have they should have pulled the trigger with Sami Zayn to Montreal. Different. How is that, that different? different? This because is the, the story. story. The long story. The long term. It's the not long-term different. Story it's the same was supposed thing. to be Cody, which they fucked. Anyway, but that, actually, but that moment, but that Sammy moment. would have made more sense than Zelina. Yes, right. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. However, I'm just in saying, my mindset, like most people moments, at that, that time with Sammy Zayn, no, it was. But at that no. time with Sammy Zayn, the mind, no, I said it was. The mindset was Cody's going to do it at Mania. That was the mindset. So <laughs> it made did it everything. Sammy. Who cares? The problem the, there is that, and, and obviously this is old, so we don't have to get into it, is that Sammy was actually the, be- the best story told. They yes. ran into the issue that they decided the long-term story was Cody, but the best story they told was Sammy, and they didn't know what to do, so they decided to do neither. Yeah. Oh, we got Big Ben in the chat. We got Big Ben popping in the, the chat. You know, doing his thing on this goddamn dong <laughs> on the screen. Uh, Nothing yeah, but yeah. wags and beards. And I'm we, got, we got Warren spitting hot facts, hot facts in the chat that Plugo is the man. He Look, is. I, I, 
I was the reason because again, we I'm not going to go down the Sammy road. There's plenty no. of documented footage of you that. You can go back and watch I'm me and Pluggo yelling at each other for a month about that. That was the first time we had a heated dispute on this show, and we did it, it was. in the pre show. We were fighting. But uh, my I, the Selena thing was cool. It was a great moment. But do I see do I see them pulling the trigger there and going? It just it would have been optically it would have been like yeah you cashed it what that moment there but then again that would have made me go why didn't you cash in the Cody moment why didn't and I know that that's not the best way to approach it like why didn't you cash in these other people moments which are cashing in with Zelina here the crowd was definitely behind her I but this is again this is what I hope that they do with the with EO let's not let's not forget what happened here at Backlash and just go oh it was a Puerto Rico thing and it's done build Zelina off of this. They both ended up looking good in defeat and they look, you know, they showed that they can have a crowd. They can hold their own, build it, keep it going. Don't just plug and play with Rhea. Have, have Zelina say something. Don't just ignore it. That's my thing. Yeah. And I think that's what you need to do. Like, I don't want you, like you said, I don't want them to treat it like, Oh, like Puerto Rico's another like bizarro world and whatever happens there is on its own thing. Like I will say this, if you're another, if you're a crowd anywhere else, you've got your work cut out for you though. (laughs) They set the bar. Yeah. See Ben, Ben's on my side. Ben's on my side. He said, if anyone is upset that Sammy didn't win, you're supposed to be the business doesn't revolve around what we want. It's about what's right. But here's the problem, Ben. What was right was Cody winning at WrestleMania. And they didn't do it because they're idiots. Anyway, sorry. I have I have to respond to that. I do. Do it. And you write the logic of the story out. You you every story is written, and this isn't coming from someone, just someone coming from someone who watches TV, reads lots of books. You write a story and you fill in all these pieces, and you've written it to have a logical ending. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it better because you went away from that logical ending to something else. Yeah. If you did that in a book, it'd be worse. If you did that in a movie, it'd be worse. So it's what happened to M. Night Shyamalan. He la- he landed a twist once with Six Sense. Six Sense, yeah. Other, one of his movies sucked because he kept trying for that twist and not setting up any of the groundwork or logic. They set up a complete story with, with either Sammy or Cody. They had two complete stories. Yeah. And they said, well, we're not going to finish either one. And then we're told that it's better because they didn't. And that's yeah. how that's supposed to work. You're supposed to complete what you set, what you set up logically. And then surprises aren't – everyone thinks surprise is the best way. It's not. Mm. Surprises are great if they make sense. But honestly, predictable isn't bad if it's good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. If, yeah, for, if, if predictable is the right thing to do – yeah, those are usually the best stories. A lot of the time is the predictable story, you know. Yeah, and if you have a twist, it has to make sense. And nothing they did in the Sammy Cody Romans story made any sense. And yeah. you can see that by the way the crowd's reacting to all of it after. Oof, not good, not good. Um, but you know what was good? What was really good? Really good uh, was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Let me tell you. Let me tell you here, this match was a damn spectacle. And that entrance that Bad Bunny had is, and I know recency bias and all that stuff. Is that not the great, I cannot remember an entrance like that ever. I've been watching wrestling for 30 years. That was insane. That entrance. They were singing that shit like they were at a concert. And that they were dancing, they were jumping up. That 
was maybe the best entrance I've ever seen. I was like immediately like I like got out. Of, I was in my living room and I like stood up with my arms crossed. Like I cannot believe. Like I was like, holy shit. Like this is crazy. Bad. Like I had goosebumps. Oh, I was like, I have never seen a reaction like that. And an entrance like that, like that, they show the people dancing with their arms over. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was awesome. It was a good, incredible. it was an awesome setup, too. And the incredible. shot, that, that shot from behind when they Yes, did that with the awesome. drone. Yeah. yeah. Like, they had the drone going and the fireworks and the crowd yelled, like, literally yelling those lyrics to that song like they were at his concert was just It, like, it was a juicy entrance, I it was. Say. It was juicy. I don't know what you can compare it to, Ben. He's asking. He says, I've never seen anything like that ever. Oh, what I got you something you can to? compare it to, Ben. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't I, I <laughs> can't I can't remember. I was I was like, and then the match ended up being amazing as well. But like that entrance, I was floored at how over and that pop that he got. And oh man, that's Amazing, that was just that really was, amazing stuff. Ryan can attest this when we were doing that watch along. It was like the quietest. I think I was gonna say, was everyone we quiet because you were just we not were talking because so you were taking in what was going on? Yeah, crazy. We all went dead silent. I will say, I um, I said it on the watch along, I'll say it now, I kind of wished, and I get they couldn't have predicted that the crowd would be singing along that much. Had they known, I they should have, I wish they had cut his actual music because that crowd mm-hmm. you had. You know, the whole arena just singing it, more than Judas gets it from anyone. Oh, more yeah. than Rollins gets. They were singing a kind like a re, like a song, just beat for beat and dancing. It was incredible. Mm. Unbelievable. Every point that match landed. They didn't yeah. miss at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then no. you had like Carlito he, coming out and getting the Stone Cold Steve Austin pop from the friggin' Raw, the famous <laughs> pop, the loud, like the building felt like it was going to. Like it was sh- Carlito is goat tier. Carli- Carlito, rules. I love Carlito. Uh, but like, for how much stuff was going on, like the end of that match was overbooked to the gills. You had the LWO coming out. You had Judgment Day. You had Savio Vega, Carlito. It was overbooked to hell, but it was perfect. It was all just good, and the crowd was eating it up. Anything that was happening, that crowd was losing its shit for, and it was like. Like we talked about earlier, like from the time that match started to the time it ended, the crowd never did. Like it was just, but it was like the highest level, just like straight across, just from start to finish. Just they were flipping out about everything that was going, every move he hit, everything he did. Savio Vega has never got a bigger chair in his life. (laughs) No, he came out and just stood there, which he looked badass. It was hilarious to see that happen. I, I said it. I've said it a couple different places. Bad Bunny might be one of the best things that's ever happened to the WWE. Yeah. He yeah. is one of the biggest celebrities in the world. He's the biggest recording artist by certain metrics. And he genuinely loves it. He he's cares. not there for a payday. And, and he cares and he's good at it. He's yeah, good at like it. Like he is, he's more, and anything and more you could want. Like I, you, Logan Paul and Pat McAfee are great guests for celebrities because mm-hmm. they both love it. And Bad Bunny's just even more so because he's bigger and he brings in a whole new he, I think he loves it too. even more. Yeah. And like, not, not, you know, Porter, he brings in a different dynamic to the audience. Yeah. Like, he, part of the reason why they went to Puerto Rico, probably the main reason they went to Puerto Rico is because of Bad Bunny. Oh, so, I would like, say 100% the reason. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, he brings a whole new or like maybe a returning slew of 
Puerto Rican wrestling fans to your product that are like, yo, that is one of our own. We, like that guy. And Damian Priest as well was, and again, give Damian Priest his respect too, because that dude killed in this match and he mm -hmm. carried a lot of it, obviously. Uh, and he was great. So he deserves as much praise for this match than anybody. Um, dude, this match was just, it was we, special. It does. It was Bad, special Bad Bunny set the bar for the celebrity aspects. I think we coined it that like he 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 like he while he ran so Logan Paul could fly. But I think yeah, we started yeah, with yeah. we started with Snooky crawling, so Shaq Snooki could walk. Could walk, then so Shaq walked so walked Bad Bunny could run, run and Bad run. Bunny ran so Logan Paul could fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I I say that jokingly, but honestly, like I've said it, I said it again. Like he set that bar in the terms of like. He took it serious on that first match he had. He showed out, and it was a, the match with the Miz, right? It was a tag team yeah. match. He impressed, but he's he's gotten better and better. And he seems to like every we've all said, like he seems to genuinely enjoy it. He does not, you know, he does not take it. He's not. He doesn't make it look hokey, and he takes it very serious. We've seen the celebrity appearances in the past where they kind of like make a mockery of wrestling and how it's you know just you know he's like no nah, like. I'm gonna take it serious. I'll do the spots. I'll bump. He bumps like that. That choke slam he took through the announce table a few weeks back, where he yep. just bounced off that thing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to do that. He's Bad Bunny. He's one of the top recording artists in the world. But he says, you know what? This is what you need. You want to do a street fight? Let's do a street fight. Like he said, it was overbooked. They gave Bad Bunny and they gave Priest time, which is what I wanted to see. I wanted to see them shine one-on-one -on -one for a while before all the chaos started then when all the chaos ensued like you said they played it perfect it was fantastic um i would have main evented this match i know we were kind of hitting at it earlier i would have main evented it because that yes. spot at the end puerto rican flags up bad bunnies on the shoulders you got all those legends and it's you know just then you just cut the pay-per-view there no disrespect to cody and brock they don't and that story is being told and it's not the story i think we wanted but it's a good story but I don't think that that's the spot for that. You could have, I don't know how you would have done it. You co-main evented it. You did that thing. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I thought it was a great match. It's a match that, I mean, it's a match I that was, we're going to remember. I, like, yeah. you're going to go, you're going to, and I would be proud that, of that you know? match if I was, oh, in the, yeah. if I was the participants. I'd be like, that was amazing. Yeah. Heck, like, in a lot of ways, that's Damian Priest's biggest moment. I, it should be. And that's why, you know, like, I understand he lost and everything like that, but like, yeah, he deserves as much praise as anybody because that was they trusted him to be in that match and do that with Bad Bunny. And he and they and that whole thing delivered that whole thing delivered. And it was it was truly special. Like, I, I can't remember a time that like I, you know. I It just felt special from the jump and it felt like you were watching something special and it was just like, wow, like this is like big this is big shit like this is you know important special stuff that we're going to be talking about for a while um it was just awesome and i think i wrote in the chat i was like how do you top that and i think uh i think it was alex palowski responded and he goes you don't <laughs> and i Truthfully, was just like, didn't. no no um i'll ask you before we dive into the match how have you felt since mania you know yet night one Mania was great. The main event with the tag titles and Sammy and KO, just a great moment. Them winning, wonderful. 
And then I think they knew the draft was coming up and Roman wasn't going to be there. hundred percent, Warren, hundred percent. I believe we're all in agreement that it should have gone last thousand percent. That should have ended the show, send people out of there. Super duper happy. And again, you said it, Ryan, good on the crowd because they were up for Cody and Brock. Like they were involved and they were still being a hot crowd, but you weren't just imagine you, you, too. You want you, the crowd that you got during the Bunny Priest you match end to be it, the lasting end of you the end show. It you there, know? Priest or Bunny, Brad Bunny wins. He's got all his people, and he goes, "Let's keep this party going." And they go off air with him singing a song, like yeah, they he did just at sings the a clash. song to the crowd in the ring or something like that. And like, then they that just place leave. Is going nuts. And you know, I don't know what the legalese of him maybe playing a song live. I'm sure they would have figured out the red tape part of it. Oh yeah, but you just say, "Hey, we're going off air with you know Booker T." And the place just erupts, and then you go home happy. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why we're here, not booking shows. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so how, how have you felt about the Bloodline story since WrestleMania? Like, have, have you been? It went from my my fa- the best story in wrestling and my favorite story in all of wrestling to just nothing in my brain. Mm. It doesn't even rank. It, yeah. They've dragged it out. They're going back over things they don't need to go back over. KO and Sammy should have taken the belts and had it started establishing a new feud right away. Yeah, someone completely different, so they could start continue to tell their own story. Mm-hmm. And then you could have you could have started telling. Like I I like the idea of the Jay and Jimmy and Solo story. Yes. In the meantime, I love the idea of it, but they should have started telling that away from. Sammy and Kevin. Yes. And they've done a poor job of that. They need to, the best thing they could do right now is just split that up. Cause all, and a lot of what you're doing is just reminding me of this really great story that you kind of messed up. Yeah. I, I think what they saw was, Oh, the draft is in three weeks. Let's just keep this going until we get the draft. Cause now they are separate. We saw on raw KO and Sammy fought in Imperium and they're separate now. You know, the bloodlines over on SmackDown KO and Sammy are over there. So I think now we are going to get KO and Sammy starting new stuff, establishing themselves as their story as a team and as tag champions. But it was like, dude, the moment en- the, the storyline ended, at least with the KO and Sammy involvement, it ended at WrestleMania when they won the titles. That that to yeah. me was it. You want to give the Usos one last rematch on that SmackDown? Fine. Yeah, but like, that would have everyone expected that but like, exactly and but like once that match is over and they retain the shit's over it's over yeah. guys why are we adding and again i know you know however you think about matt riddle is however you think about matt riddle but i'm seeing some people saying that like matt riddle is the reason why this story no it's not the reason why the story is not entertaining anymore is because the story's over the story's over that's why it's not entertaining anymore matt matt riddle getting inserted that's not his fault like that he's not the reason this thing went in the tank. The reason this thing went in the tank was because the story ended three weeks ago. But if we remember, if we remember, we've talked about how much we've loved the bloodline story. They started to kind of, it was starting to kind of waver before the Sammy involvement. And then the Sammy involvement took it to this next level of just like, insanity they were able to do more stuff with the sammy thing we're back to the point where now sammy and ko were gone unless you want to unless you're going to interject something new into this bloodline story you might need to think about wrapping it up or do something because that's what's happening we're like 
How many more times can we do the Romans up, you know, Romans mad at Jay, Romans mad at Jimmy because they lost or what solos deal? So, you know, they got to interject something else into it. And it just, it's kind of dragged a little, like one pay-per-view too far. <laughs> oh, what's he saying? Personally, yeah, he has I know. Yeah, he's saying. Riddle's, again, I, I will give credit where credit's due. At least Riddle's involvement made some sense because Solo took him out. So they at least yeah. tied it in, but. It, it does feel kind of misplaced. Oh, it, it feels, yeah, it's misplaced. It, it it doesn't feel normal or the best you know, part it about it is KO just can't stand him. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I'm not I'm not giving Riddle credit. I'm just seeing a lot of Riddle hate as like he's the reason why this story stinks now, and that's not fair. I don't think that's fair. Has he added anything to it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do I think he's come like? But I I just I just have seen some people like like literally blaming him for it and it's like uh, is really really well, they they lucked into the blogger just said it they sammy saved the bloodline story yeah. it was dying it was it was dead in most people's brains and they lucked into him saving it because he got brought in as a comedy act in that group i think the plan was just have a few laughs he'll get kicked out and because sammy is just a tremendous performer he kept getting it over yeah yeah, and then there was the changeover in WWE, which helped the cause because I think Triple H saw something different than than Vince. And but Sammy's work, I don't think was expected, and I don't think they ever thought people would empathize or sympathize with him the way they ended up doing. Mm. So they lucked into the best story of all of of the last ten years that they've had, and now they think that means that they should just keep dragging it out. Yeah, and all you're doing is just ruining the memory of a really, really good story. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Just, um, just kill it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Luckily now, I think they're on separate shows. So, and again, like I am interested. The story now is the the inevitable demise of the bloodline. Right, that's the story. Uh, so I'm cool with them all being over here, and we'll just kind of work that out. And eventually, you know, we're starting to, like you said, we're starting to see the side eye of solo Sokoa when it comes to Jay and being like, yo, what's the deal? You know, like what's going on? Are we have Plugo frozen up there. Have we lost Plugo? Yeah. I think we lost Plugo. Is he just standing still or is he just, he's actually, frozen. if he okay. can hold the pose that well, it's pretty good. He needs a new career. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I think we've lost Plugo maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where hopefully now when they're on different shows, different tracks, we can, uh, we can figure it out and we can hopefully get back to where it's been. But I feel like the last month or so has not been. Oh, it's just been boring. Yeah, it's been bad. It's been pretty bad. Uh, but that six man tag did happen. Uh, wasn't a bad match by any means, but um, yeah, Brittle was there. Riddle was there. He took the pin solo gets the win. Uh, keeping solo looking strong. Riddle comes back to take the pinfall loss. Doesn't hurt anybody. Um, <laughs> Warren saying he's the hot chick from Mannequin. Oh, here you go. There we go. Plugos coming back from a different. This happens every so often here. Here we go. Yeah, boom. Hey. There he is. He's alive. Um, uh, that was weird. You're, yeah. So now you're we're still in the department store at night. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I was gonna say you were frozen, and, and Warren said you were the hot chick from the movie Mannequin. Hilarious. Kim Cattrall. Yeah, Kim Cattrall. Right. Uh, yeah, never seen it, but the fact that I'm what you never seen chick. Mannequin. No. Oh, Did you, you not have watch. Comedy Central as a kid? 
Yeah, you got to watch I Mannequin, did. man. It was on a Comedy Central. What all was time. that? What was that guy? The actor's name Andrew. Uh, yeah. Andrew. There, well, the, we could go. We can go on for days on the list of things I haven't seen. That is true. Pluggo's never seen Star Wars. Pluggo's never seen. Harry right, that's Potter. not true. Why do you say that? Oh, I no, saw okay, the first okay. four. Yeah. So plug. No. Well, first, relax. Don't be raising your voice at me. All right. <laughs> no, but you can uh, yell all day about Jason. Hey, hey. There we go. Next thing. Next thing. He's going to tell us he hasn't seen Rocky Three. Have you seen Rocky Three? <laughs> I have seen Rocky. 3. Okay. Warren might have jumped through the screen right there if you haven't I'm seen not, Rocky. I'm not CM Punk. I uh, know. Wait, so <laughs> Rocky go back 3. to the Star Wars thing real quick. Which yeah, Star so Wars have P- you seen? Pluggo said that he never saw Star Wars, so we had a we had a bit on the show where it was Pluggo reviews Star Wars, and so he saw four, five, and six. He saw New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. And then he saw Phantom Menace, and then he tapped out. He was done. He couldn't finish. Tapped out. I I don't understand why everybody loves it so much. Wow, I have I mean, I'm just I'm gonna leave it. I I understand. I haven't have to dive into it. Chad, if you want, we don't have to. He's kissing his sister. There's like this. There's a bunch of stuff going on. We had such a good thing going, and we did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And no, I've never seen Harry Potter either. My wife's a Potter stan, too, which is weird that I haven't. That so. isn't weird. How have you never watched Harry Potter with your wife, who's a stan of Harry Potter? I don't know. She's she's never asked me to. She's never forced you to watch it or anything? Or no, been like, well, watching She's this? very nice. She's I a very guess. nice wife. She's. I don't force her to watch professional wrestling. That's fair. Like, hey, hey, sit down and watch Backlash. I don't do that. I'm just you like, don't do hey, that. if you don't want to watch, you don't have to watch. All right. I just figured if she's a huge Harry Potter fan, which you've told me she is, like a diet, your cats are named after Harry Potter characters. It's true. This is true. What are your cats' names? Harry, Hermione, Dobby, and Draco. And Kid me. We had a four cats. No, we had a bunny at the time named Ronald. He passed From Weasley. away. Weasley. Yeah, yeah. So we had the orange bunny named Ron. So then when we got the. See, my wife has this really, really annoying habit, but I love her so much and I can never tell her no of like telling me like, hey, I want a cat. And I'll be like, all right, cool. And then she brings two home. Hey, we need a we need a third cat. She brings two more. So then four cats show up and then she's like, hey, our friends get rid of this bunny. I really want a bunny. What do you say? And and Warren knows when you look like Mrs. Pluggo, you don't say no to Mrs. Pluggo. I don't say no. I just go whatever you want. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. War uh, goes, I don't understand why people like it. He's kissing his sister. Talk about answering your own question. Uh, good I, I just, and I, then, I, just, I was confused. Spencer says the Euro trip vibes. We were talking about oh, this. Okay. You kiss your sister, man. <laughs> kiss your sister, man. What happened uh, last night? What happened last night? You don't remember what happened last night? No, what happened last night? You made out with your sister, man. Oh. I, I, so good. I, I, so I watched good. them. I watched them in the order I was. Actually, it's funny. It's like when I started this project that I project project. project. It, it was a night. It was a daunting task. I accidentally started with like one of the middle ones, and Zach was like, "Uh, you're you're not supposed to start with that one because I was tweeting about it." Oh man. <laughs> Maybe what well, I just what I, it was just I, never. It was never something that I like grew up. It was not something that, like, maybe my, you know, other family members, well, it's just never something that interests me. Like, space didn't interest me. So, like, 
here's a movie about sci-fi and space. I was never into the sci-fi genre. So like I'm sorry. <laughs> my my roommate and I in college watched one through six in a row. One like over like a Wednesday and Thursday just for the hell of it. Yeah. But that and that and that works for everybody. I mean, there's things that I enjoy that I'm sure you've never seen. You know, I just name one. I, I, I my favorite movie of all time is The Mighty Ducks. Quack. That's the yeah, greatest, that, 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 but that's the greatest trilogy ever made, in my opinion. Whoa, whoa, whoa. one and two, I'll give you three. You got to appreciate. Oh, it's go. not the best. It's not the best, but it's it, it, it's good. A, but it it was a it was fine. It wasn't. They the go from winning at the Junior Olympics, being the best town in the world, to they can't beat the varsity team. It's because they got cocky. They got cocky. They got arrogant, and they had to be checked. It takes less than no. a second to score a goal. And Coach O'Brien didn't know the team he had. He was coaching them all wrong. That don't. You know why is it then that they had to adjust to his style? Because he was being a hard ass and wouldn't let, he wouldn't adjust to that. You just told your own story. That's not what the movie is at all. You just he told was, your own he story. He was a hard O'Brien. War, Warren let, is asking, first of all, everyone knows the greatest movie ever made is The Sandlot. All right. But, but I will say, we all know this. We all know this. The second greatest Disney movie in my world is Cool Running. Cool Runnings. Dominant movie. Feel the rhythm. Dominant movie. Feel the running. Get on up. It's bobsled yeah. time. There you go. There I, you go. I had a Jamaican girl in my uh, one of my classes when I was getting my MBA. And I say girl. She was actually a, like a woman. She was like 45. And every time she'd walk in, I'd just sing the song to her. <laughs> By the end of the semester, she wanted to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Warren saying, have you ever watched the Mighty Ducks cartoon? I have not. Yes. It's not the same. It's not the same. Did you watch the new show that came out? I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I Speaking of, it, it of movies that just came out, have you y'all watched the Power Rangers? Were you Power Rangers people when you were younger? I watched Have you it. watched the Power Rangers movie on Netflix? That yeah, I watched it. I loved it's it. It's great. It's very good. It's our luck. Yeah, that's right, Big Ben. Here's my problem. It's not so much that maybe I wouldn't enjoy some of these movies. Like I have I do enjoy a wide array of movies and things. I have a tendency, like I can't start anything new at the end of my day. So like if I'm laying in bed, it's not, hey, let's fire up this two-hour Harry Potter movie because no matter if it's good or bad. I'm going to have to stay up and finish it. So I just default to things that I've seen a thousand times so I can fall asleep. Cause by the time I usually get a chance to sit down and watch a movie, you know, cause you know, I have four kids and I'm always busy. And then I watch wrestling every single day of the week. I finally get a chance to fit something in. It's usually late. Like I can't start a new show cause I'll stay up the other night. I stayed up till like, Three o'clock in the morning, which is unusual for me because I kept going because I started Shameless. If anybody's ever seen that, good show that on Netflix because I yeah. saw it on TikTok a bunch and I was like, all right, one more episode, one more episode. And then finally yeah. I was like, oh shit, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. what am I I've doing? I've had those nights. So, I've had those nights. So I don't um, know. Maybe one day I'll sit back down and watch it, but it's not like no, he he's, he's not doing that. I'm sorry. No way, way in hell is he doing that. I so far you have yet to name something that I haven't seen. I just like, want to point that I, out. I, I but I'm like you. Saying, I've seen. I like the. I like the Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith movies. I love those. Like Clerks, Small Rats, all that kind of stuff. You know, like I'm into that. Again, I won't. No, I. I actually won't watch Clerks three. I, I haven't seen, seen it three. yet. I'm I, I'm waiting. I thought but Clerks I'm... Two though was good. Yeah, I, and I actually hear the Clerks Three is fantastic. I yeah. saw a spoiler. Oh, 
Don't tell and me. And it's not even the spoil. I like spoilers. They don't usually ruin it for me. Apparently, it's kind of sad. And I just, yeah, I heard oh. some people cried. Yeah, I'm not ready for it to end either, but no, don't need that. So you and I were that's what I'm talking about. Back, you know, it's okay that I just you know the Star Wars thing, I you know it trips up some people, but I can't, I can't be the with Mighty Ducks. But that's my favorite trilogy ever made. Yeah, but I said name something I haven't seen, and you said how do Ducks. I know what you haven't seen until I just because exactly. I've seen it all. You've seen I, it I, all. <laughs> And I'm the opposite. I haven't seen it all. I stay. Yeah, you guys are like polar opposites. I, I watched Friday Night Lights for like the ten thousandth time the other night. The movie? That's a, good, that's a fantastic movie. It's a great show. Yeah, it wasn't my, my favorite. Be, my best friend in the world, who's a sports nut, told me last night that he didn't wasn't digging it, uh -oh. and I almost lost it. I said that movie. Yeah, I, well, I, I'll tell you this, and Ryan just said it too. I. It's not one of my favorite football movies. You no. guys, that movie. Give me the replacements. Oh yeah, know. dude. I mean, well, all right. See, now we're just going on all topics because now I want to talk movies. So whatever, this is what we're gonna do. Uh, what's your, what's your? So is that your favorite football movie, Friday Night Lights? Y'all be cool, cool. Is that my favorite football movie? No, yes. Ru Rudy is my favorite football movie. Rudy, the most overrated of football movies. I'm from South Bend, Notre Dame. Oh, that is true. Football. You do live in Notre Dame country. It has to be. I like Rudy. Don't take that wrong, Rudy. I like Rudy, but. The program is fantastic. The program is very oh, good. That's, that's so a good, good call out right there. The program. A seat uh, at the table. <laughs> we got Bebe. Good to see you, Bebe. He's saying Clerks 3 has a sad but well-written ending. Um, I know eventually I'll see Clerks 3. I know I will. I did not know it was sad, though, so now I'm, I'm going to avoid it because I'm usually pretty decent at avoiding things like that. But... Um, I love you all, but Cool Runners is a sensitive subject. You know that. Why is yeah, it sensitive? It's, a, it's, it's the greatest. It's the greatest bobsled movie ever written. I think Tell it's the only I, one. I think. Tell me I'm wrong. Bob, Tell me I'm wrong. You're. I'm. You're not. You're not. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, the greatest sports movie ever written is Airborne with Seth Green. Wow. Airborne. What is what? that? Rollerblading. You've never movie? heard of this movie? I know Airborne. The only the only okay. rollerblading movie I know is Brink. Brink was you, dope too. You knew it was rollerblading. You don't remember well, Airborne he, he when they do said, the street race? He just, the street he, just race said was, he just said it was rollerblading. No, I, I don't. Now I oh want to know. God. Oh, yeah, that's all right. It is that, so that'll annoying. go, that'll go fire up. And I hadn't, I hadn't remembered that movie in a long time, but yeah, it used to be on TV all the time. I'd watch that last race where they're just yeah. racing along the, in the city, Down that, in the street. That hill, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brink was good. Brink was good. Brink was good. <laughs> there um, you go. There's what we could do here on Beards. If you want me to review a movie that you think I have to see, sports movie. You got If you super chat ten bucks with the movie, in the ten title, bucks. I, I, I got I'm saying is like if you want me to watch another Star Wars movie, you got to give me so I can sit oh, down for three and a that's half fair. hours, watch yeah. the movie, then come up with a five minute review for that thing. Like, come on, it's work. It's effort. It's fair. You're gotta a, be. Your hourly wage sucks. <laughs> hey, I'm giving the I'm giving our fans a discount. <laughs> if you want me to watch Airborne, I'll do that for like three fifty. Now let me ask you an honest question here. <laughs> While I know Mighty Ducks is your favorite trilogy, it is. Will you objectively agree that Miracle is the superior hockey movie? No. For Miracle is a great. You've never so you've never you've never you've never sat and talked to me long form. I love what I love. First of all, I would make an argument. But Miracle that, is good. Miracle is I would make an argument that Mystery Alaska is better than both of those. Um, but Oh, the scene where the, the all the Rangers come out and they're just reading the newspapers? 
I've never seen Mystery Alaska. Oh, really? So Russell Crowe, man. Russell Crowe. Actually, that will make sense that you haven't seen that. That could go on. That went under the radar. It yeah, did, but so... it's very good. Um, but Miracle is, I mean, and I'm a Mighty Ducks dude as well, but Charlie Conway, bro. I was more of an Adam Banks kid, but uh, Charlie Conway. Oh, okay, Cake but... Eater. Yeah, Cake Eater, bro. Well, I mean, you like Jason Tatum, Adam Banks. You like people who are soft. I get it. Uh, yeah, apparently, because they're going to lose. 100% going to lose. Um, there you go. <laughs> ben agrees with me about my Mystery Alaska take. Uh, 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 I would check it out for sure. It's not. It's very good. No, it is very good. It is very good. Did you guys like Goon? Goon. I did not mind Goon. Rules. Yes, I liked I loved Goon. Goon, Goon goes hard. If you haven't seen Goon, get on that. that yeah, and if we're talking, I mean. Go with 69. He'll take 69. Um, that's hilarious. It's like coach is. Uh, that's what Stifler, 60, right? 69. Yeah. Available. Sean William Scott or whatever. <laughs> How's the pale L, Stifler? Um, now, that's my, a decent trilogy. American Pie. American Pie. I never saw the fourth one. We were talking about like movies that I. Oh. Because they had American Pie 2. Then they had Wedding. And then the Reunion. The reunion. reunion. Had, I never reunion saw Reunion. Good. I've never seen Reunion. I don't think I want it to complete. No, you should. Because it's that's very like good. Seminal movies. Yeah. I was a freshman or sophomore in high school when that first one came out. 69. Zach is 69. Shout uh, out to Kate. 69 from Mark Order nice. Podcast. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, what the, what's that other? Come on, man. I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, God. Don't what, hurt what, what flavor of movie? It's a hockey movie. It's it's one of the most famous. Oh, Slapshot. I was like, yeah. obviously, if you're talking hockey movies, like Slapshot is considered the holy grail by many people. You know what's super um, funny is I love the Mighty Ducks movies and stuff, but like I don't watch a ton of hockey, so I don't know why that's like my. I just, hockey. I just, I just grew up, and this is how, like, this is how to pull the curtain back for the, the little plugo. Like, so what my parents would do back, and this is the era of the VHS. You mean little plugo as in you, like yes, you little like plug-o. me, like me. Like what we would do is my mom would like wait until there was like a free H member free HBO weekend or weekend. free stars yeah, weekends. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. She would she would like she would figure out when they were buy them blank a, tapes and just the blank record and just record and like <laughs> my, my, I remember, my dad. there was one tape and this was the tape that was in the heaviest rotation growing up. So you'll it's a weird vibe. It was Cliffhanger with Sylvester Ooh, Stallone. All right, yeah. Then it went to Sister Act Two. Oh, which course. is a I fantastic have bangers. Movie. Those movies were bangers. Both and then it was Mighty Ducks 2 on the tape. So, like, I saw the Mighty Ducks 2 first. I didn't you even the know. the second one first. Yeah, and I just watched that over oh. and over and over again. Because <laughs> I'm, oh. la- I'm also lazy. So, like, I'll put a movie when DVDs were a thing. I'd put a movie in the DVD player, and I wouldn't change it until I got absolutely sick of it because I didn't want to have to get up Take it out, put it in. So I'd watch the same movie like 45 times before I was like, that's ah. the great thing about streaming. You don't yeah. have to worry about that. And I two, I can tell you where you and I are different people. I would take it out of the DVD player. I just wouldn't find the case or try to put it back. It would just sit on top of the DVD player. Yeah. I'd be sitting over there just going, I'll just watch it again while I'm playing like that. Now that's I want to go through like what your all what your favorite sports movies are based on the sport. That's what I feel like I want to do right now. <laughs> I want to do that because I, I do want to bring up one thing. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see who's playing Week One of the NFL? Yeah, it's us and you. Oh, right? it's yeah. Patriots and Eagles, and they're doing Tom Brady night. Oh, so it's in it's in Gillette, 
and they're bringing Tom Brady back, and they're going to honor Tom Brady. I mean, like he's coming what if back he, for what the if first he, time. But what if he decides to play? We'll probably win because otherwise we're not going to. <laughs> well, no, I'm if saying Tom, he, he decides. If Tom to, Brady was like, "Hey, I'm going to be the the Patriots quarterback from Week One," I'm going to be like, "So we'll be one and zero. Cool." That would be dope. Though, Otherwise, we're going to be a fat on. That's, what, that's what's going to happen there because we stink anyway. But uh, yeah. All right. So hockey. As an Eagles fan, have you ever seen the garbage kicking, pick garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon with Tony Danza? Sorry, Tony Danza. Hell yeah! Now that's a movie. Listen, Tony Come Danza on. is Mel Clark, and that's all you need to yeah, worry about. An angel, and he's now dead and in heaven. He is. He is an angel. Because apparently he died like six months after that movie. Hey, why are you here, Al? Mel's getting the call up. I did not know what that meant when I was. Oh, oh. I, I didn't know what I didn't know what I it meant either, like, but I remember getting, the noise my the mom made. Up. I remember the noise my mom made when that happened. You're getting the call it up. Was, my mom was like, oh, so I was like, not necessary. What, what do you mean? He's, he's going to the majors. My dad he's, was like, he's already he's, in the majors, pal. I'm like, oh, he smoked, okay. he smoked for years. <laughs> yeah, he smoked for years. I'm like eight. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Where's he going? Anyway, he wasn't that old either. No, in, in no. no like, that, would, that would have been a really sad death. Yeah. That would have been like that would have been a that would have stole the that, news that would have for shut a long time. Like down. holy crap! Yeah, like what? that, and not Brutal. necessary for that movie. That is a Disney kids movie about angels who help a terrible baseball team win, and you're gonna throw a death in there? Like, like I'm not judging. Yeah. I'm not judging. I'm not judging books by their cover, but the the dude the the gross dude in the stands early on in the movie that got the foul. Do you remember the catcher? And like, I say, who's just, who's just down in hot dogs. Yeah. As an overweight individual, but the catcher weighed a thousand pounds. Yeah, but it's baseball. He can, but like, he was clearly someone who could not play professional baseball. No, in that era, you you never met John. He could have played. Yeah, I was. You were, I was gonna say famous Philly John Crook. John Crook was skinny compared to Dan Vogelbach right now. No, Mike, is it Dan? Dan Vogelbach, yeah. Vogelbach. And MLB for... The Show, his card, banger, dude. Hits ball. Here's the question. question. Uh, yeah. Angels in the outfield, Little Big League, Rookie yeah. of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Ooh. Ooh. For me, it's without question, Rookie of the Year is number one with, for me. Without question. I'm with you there. I think I go a little big league than Angels in the outfield, but that's close. That those two are close. Yeah, that those ain't fair. I think, I think I go rookie I go. Angels, little big league. That's fair. That's fair. Little I big league like, is a banger. I feel bro. like little big league. Night nurses all, from Jersey, bro. All the all those three movies are about literally <laughs> about a twelve year old kid that breaks his arm and then can throw a hundred miles an hour. About oh. angels coming down from heaven and helping a baseball team, and about a kid. Who ends up managing the Minnesota Twins? Maggie was a G though in Angels in the Outfield. She's like, oh, when a football player kneels down and points to the sky, scores a touchdown, but we can't believe in Angels. And they were like, damn right, lady. And yeah, then everybody was, was in it. Maggie she was, was a awesome. Everyone part of Little Big League, though, is if you go, if you watch Little Big League and see the house that the kid lives in and then realize that his grandfather owns a professional baseball team. Yeah. And you suddenly yeah. realize how unrealistic that house is. Yeah. It's like, you like, like to stay home. Like, that's your daughter. That's your daughter, right? She lives. You ever living in the boonies? Yeah. What are you to doing? Tie, to tie Rome this the twins. In, 
to tie this into like wrestling, there is a huge void of like very solid wrestling movies. There's some, but I mean, like ready to rumble, bro. Like yeah, ready the to wrestler rumble, and, and ready to Nacho rumble. Libre and then Nacho the Libre was great. And you're like, oh, what's after that? Wait, there was there's there's um, there's a couple. There's more than that though. <laughs> yeah, Nacho but that's Libre. the first three. Nacho but Libre is great. It's... The wrestler is great. Ready to rumble. It goes ready to rumble. The wrestler Nacho Libre. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Ready to rumble. Stoke. But you, you know, in the baseball movies that we just talked about, that Angels in the Outfield cast was stacked, though. It really was. They had Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey Adrian young... Rody. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Glover, Tony yeah. Danza. Yeah. The kid, um, the kid Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Dude, just, just, they absolutely. got Matthew McConaughey. Unbelievable. Just Matthew McConaughey just made that catch in center field, and that's all he did that whole movie. Yeah. They run through it's the insane. wall. Right? His hand went through it's the wall, insane. right? Or something like that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> we, prom- we promise we're a wrestling podcast. We are a wrestling podcast. And if you're in the chat and you're like, why aren't these guys talking about wrestling? The real reason is because it's our show and we'll do whatever the hell we want. That's the real reason. <laughs> that's right. So can't you tell, you know, can't tell us you know, nothing. That, that's the real reason. Uh, and Zach saying ready to rumble would be a cult classic if it laughed with wrestling fans rather than at them, in his opinion. There are some times in that movie where they do kind of make wrestling fans look stupid. Kind of. That, after that, you can finish that. You get Jimmy King going, I will rule you. And that's all I <laughs> Well, then, of course, they coupled that movie with David Arquette winning the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. And I think that that just soured a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. But that yeah. movie, the, the, it just was a, it was a bad decision then. And, like, you watch the movie. I watched the movie not too long ago because it's been a long time since I've seen it. And, like... Some of it doesn't age real well, and you're right. It's very kind of like make fun of wrestling opposed to like embrace the fun of wrestling. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I get where Zach's come from. Zach's a smart guy. Yeah. He he's very he's very intelligent, except when it comes to just the universal language. He apparently the ampersand is a thing, but I don't think it is. But we're going completely off topic there. That's very inside baseball here at Love Wrestling. Afraid to rumble. Is that they couldn't decide was wrestling fake or real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because in one agree. moment they're like we're planning the finish, and in the next moment it's like a real fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, okay, well, that's not how that would go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there might be shoot stuff that happens, but like nobody in the ring is gonna be like, no, this is how we're ending. No, we're just gonna fight. <laughs> we're gonna we're go shoot. Gonna like at that last match, like they're not that's not kayfabe they are like literally like no f this guy we need to hurt him so he doesn't but is win. it didn't didn't Nia Jax make a whole career off that oh Ooh. sorry burn wow. she had that shoot she had that shoot fight with charlotte she broke becky's nose yeah, her, breaking becky's, her breaking becky's nose was the best thing that happened to had she not you know what had becky's she not nose? done that i don't think becky got gets to that level, I really don't. Thank you. No, no I agree. She that 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 picture of her with her arms out in the yeah, just, yeah, yeah, and her having to not have that match with Ronda, like I think that all dramatically helped Becky at that time. You know what I mean? Like so, like yes, it was a mess up. You're not supposed to break someone's nose, but I that was the best thing that happened for Becky's character at that exact moment. To be honest with you, 
Where um, is Nia Jax at, by the way? What is she up to? They had her come back at the Rumble. Yeah, the, that, that, was was a, that was a one-off. That was, that was just a one-off, yeah. Um, we didn't even talk about Brock and Cody. We just went off on that tangent. <laughs> we're still talking about Backlash. No, we just uh, no, we're not talking about Backlash. We just I'm never saying. talked about Brock and Cody. We just went off. We just went off for twenty minutes talking about movie, which I have no problem with. But um, anyway, yeah. Well, how'd you feel about Brock? Uh, how'd you feel about the Brock and Cody thing, real quick, before we we start talking about maybe Dynamite before we get out of here in a little bit? I. It, I hate that Cody has to lose, but it is based on the story they want to tell. The oh, let me rephrase this: He had to win this and then lose the next thing. I'm putting both together. Sorry, I'm confusing. Yeah. I hate that he has to. I hate that the story. I hate the story they have him in, but based on the story they have him, in, this is the, this is what they have to tell: a cheap win against Brock. Yep, and then lose your chance for the title the next night and get destroyed by Brock. Because that's the story they're telling is that like. This is his adversity. Brock somehow became his adversity. Yeah. I don't love it, mm. but it's at least there's logic to that. Like he didn't dominate Brock. He kind of stole a win. He then ran away for some reason. Yeah. That was uh, a very weird thing of like, he's the baby face. I get it. You get a roll up victory, but like, why, why are you're, you you're not supposed, immediately you're supposed like, to? I got to get out of here, man. Like, yeah. I know Brock is an opposing figure. And that was the only thing I didn't like about it was like, yeah, you stole, but you're supposed to. You're telling us that you you want to kick Brock's ass. You want to you you're not afraid of Brock, and you steal a roll up. That's something that like, you know, like our truth would do, in my yes. opinion. And I don't want to. I'm not throwing shade at Truth. I'm just using him the level he's at compared to Cody. No, that's truth. something either a weaker face or yeah. a dirty heel does. Yeah. It's not something your supposedly strong good face does. But I get that the story they're telling is that like he's really struggling with Brock. Brock's now costing the title. Like this is like, even when he wins, he's not winning. Like he's losing. And I get that again, it's actually logical for the story they're telling. I just hate the story. Personally, I'm a Cody fan. Like I want, I wanted Cody to win the belt when they decided it was his turn. And if you weren't going to give him his turn, I kind of wanted more out of him, but he then again, can't have this new belt because it really would be a consolation prize then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the first, the first thing when they date, when they debuted that date, well, that damn belt. And they, that was like Cody. Cody, I was like, don't, because <laughs> it just wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel no. the same. It wouldn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Do I? Do, I just start talking about it. Like, why did you draft this roster? Why did Triple H go on national television and tell me that whoever Roman gets gets the two titles, and we're going to create this second title or this third title for this brand? And then you're already telling me that SmackDown people are eligible for it for this tournament. And what's the logic? And I know I saw all the haters because I got flamed on my my Facebook group page thing for like, well, that just means the SmackDown winner just goes to Raw. Why did anybody do that? Why would you, if you're SmackDown in the, just in terms of kayfabe, why would you want a world champion caliber talent to just get to go to Raw with no compensation? Are you telling me the raw the roster you just drafted isn't talented enough to put together a tournament? Like, and then even if you were, let's say the SmackDown person wins and they don't go to Raw, all three titles are now still on. Like, granted, I don't think at the end of the day we're going to see a SmackDown person win it, but just yeah. putting that in there tells me that, okay, because like you just drafted the roster last week, 
you don't have eight guys capable of winning. You couldn't put some new faces, some of these like NXT people that you called up or whatever, like in this just to have some fresh faces, maybe have a first round upset of somebody just to kind of like say, here's our roster. Look what we have. Instead, you're like, ah, but we need these guys over here too. Not Don't to mention you're saying these guys aren't good enough to challenge Roman. Yeah, well, that, that too, yeah, this, this belt. yeah, the SmackDown, you're not building up who's on the SmackDown side, like, Ed, like the, the, the match Edge, tomorrow AJ night, Styles. Edge, AJ Styles, Mysterio, you're telling me Mysterio. You, can't get, you can't get AJ Sheamus. Styles ready for Roman? Sheamus yeah. ain't ready for Roman? Yeah, like, you're, you're basically saying, like, these aren't at Roman's level, but they'll but go for this belt. Right. Yeah, like, and, and, some somebody who lose, like, there's six dudes on SmackDown that are vying for this, right? And at some point, multiples of those six dudes are gonna challenge Roman, I would think, down the line. One of them, maybe an AJ, maybe a Sheamus, one of them, but you're just you're already told me because Seth <laughs> is probably winning this title, which is fine. He's a raw guy. That's cool. But you're already telling me that those guys aren't good enough to win that title. Yeah. So and why the hell two, two or three them, months though. from now <laughs> am I am I gonna believe that they're good enough to beat the guy that's had this title for a thousand days? It just, if if it just it it blew my mind because I sat there on that raw because I was all excited about the earth shattering foundation shaking announcement. Mm -hmm. I bought in and I was like, I'm gonna sit down and watch this. And he tells me that it's gonna be that brand's exclusive belt. Why are you just like? Why did you throw that out the window? What yeah. what purpose does it? So it doesn't help anybody in the tournament. Why not do an eight person tournament? Pack that raw because the raw on Monday night wasn't too bad. The matches were a lot of fun. Just have an extra title, an extra match or two for the first round. Do the next round this week, and then night of champions, you're ready to go. I just didn't. It just didn't make sense to me. And I, it doesn't make sense unless you're going to explain it. You got to explain these. That's what we talked about when we a few weeks ago ahead of the draft. If you're going to sit down and you're going to take the time to explain to me the viewer that. Okay, Raw's making this trade with SmackDown for this, or like the contract, or hey, Grayson Waller got drafted to SmackDown, but he doesn't want to be there. So we worked out a deal that if he wins a something, it didn't, you know, I'm using that as an example, but this the, the SmackDown involvement didn't need to be there. You just yeah. drafted what you told us was a roster worthy of this belt, and then you're given half the spots in theory to another brand that. Then you have to do even more legwork to make it make sense that if AJ Styles comes out of this thing as the new world heavyweight champion, he's just going to go to Raw. Does that mean the OC's coming with him? You know what I mean? Like, because you drafted the OC, you didn't draft AJ Styles. So make it make sense, Trips. Make it make sense. Just make it Raw branded and let Raw fight it out and let Roman do what Roman does. Because he kind of threw shade at Roman during the whole thing. Oh, he too. was talking crap about Roman the whole time. <laughs> He can just go over there and do what he yeah, does. Yeah, the whole but time anyway. he was announcing the title, he was talking crap about Roman. Very you know what would have stopped all this? Roman losing. Yeah, to Cody. Like because you could have said Roman lost, Cody's on Raw. We need a title on this other show because we're doing a split. No one would have been like, well, now this is a lesser title because Roman would still be on that other show. Yeah. And, and, Cody, and Cody could have done the babyface thing where he said, you know what? Split I my title. Here, take the, you take, take the universe, right take the universal Cody, title, and all. Because Cody's whole story was his dad won the WWE Championship. He wanted to win the WWE Championship type deal. Yeah, you, you could. Have, yeah, you. That's a good point. He, he keeps had, he he keeps yeah. the WWE Championship. Says, you know what? Out of respect for the company, because we finally got this away from Roman. 
I hear I will get, and then you do a universal championship turn, something. It, it just, or you could add Triple H come out the next night and say, listen, same thing, just being like, instead of having Cody give it up, just saying, we're taking one. We know the one is what your dad wanted. That's yours. We're taking the other. Yeah. yeah. And then that would have been, you know, because trips can, yeah, exactly. Just make it make sense to the point where you're the one that told the story. You're the one that wrote it this way, but why are, why'd you write it that way? And tell the dopes out there that told me I couldn't do put two and two together. You know where you can go. Before we <laughs> before we talk a little bit of dynamite, JPJ, I put the I put the graphic in the I'm not allowed to touch oh, yeah, buttons yeah, on this show. This. Yeah, our boy Zach next week. Next week we're gonna promote this because it's a big deal. Quizplex is back, which that means you only get us from eight to nine next week, but that's fine. We love being the lead into this banger of a program that Zach puts on our wrestling trivia show. Thaddeus Archer the third is coming back as your returning championship. Polo Del Mar in the building and thrill Billy Silas from the NWA will be competing for the hope for Haiti. So any super chats that we get during that program next week, will go directly to charity, the hope for Haiti. I love Quizplex. I'm excited. This is a big one. You won't want to miss it. We're going to be your lead in next week. Who knows who we'll have on or what we'll be doing, but you definitely, yes, love you. Quizplex. Let's fucking go. That's right, Zach. This is one of our flagship programs. It was a good time. We just had one last month. No, and not even last month. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah, with, with TJ Wilson, Wilson BVD, and Michael Richard Blaze. And we raised so much money for M- uh, Michael Richard Blaze's Infinity Gauntlet match this Thursday. We'll, the details will be on our socials because we're going to be retweeting that link out because that is an awesome cause. So next week's a big quizplex it's always a big quizplex week when we have quizplex but who knows what we're going to come up with we'll come up with something don't worry we got ben who's who's been on there saying hope they realize that zach is just going to make them want to punch their computers oh yeah i I said it (laughs) quizplex is the reason why i ended up work like getting a gig here i love wrestling i don't know i don't know ryan if you've ever seen a quizplex show here I love wrestling with Zach, but the questions are incredibly difficult. Oh yeah, they're not easy. He they're does not, not take easy. it easy on these people. Like I, so in my Quizplex appearance, I dominated the first round, dominated, and then the whole second round was about music-related wrestling stuff, like not like entrance songs or stuff like that, like wrestlers that have been in other music songs or wrestling albums. And I had all those albums, but I didn't care about those albums enough to know. The things I needed to know, and I ended up finishing second because that whole music round murdered my soul. I'm gonna say, if you ever need a person, not me, I'm terrible at trivia for wrestling, but if you're ever like, we need a guy who really knows his trivia, he's on my podcast sometimes. He's usually working. His his problem is Matt from the Shining Wizards. Okay, all right. They host. They have they have their own trivia game that they play every now and then called the Can You Beat That Challenge, where they'll go they'll come up with a category and I'll be like, name the five intercontinental champions from 91 through 93. I'm making up. I know there's more than that. And you have to go. I think I can get one. And your opponent goes, I can get two. Oh, Keep so going I, until the other guy goes, there's no way you can get yeah. all five. Yeah, Matt, that's a good idea. Right now he's not the champion, but was the champion for a long time. Man just knows trivia. Like I've never seen. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Awesome. I, that. Cause like, and he's a good time. I mean, Matt does shining wizards for 11 years. Now he does the bread club over at Fightful Overbooked with the yeah. New Japan stuff. So yeah. he's a Zach has ducked my quizplex. I got to score keep one time, but he doesn't want me coming on just getting. Well, we've been right. petitioning our, our our some of our people in the chat have been petitioning for no. between two beards. He gets episode. he gets far oh, better far better guests than me. Oh, and for I, sure, I love, for so. sure. But um, yeah, but all right, dynamite. 
So let's get some dynamite in. Like you said, next week, big week. Stay tuned to our socials for more on that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, last night's dynamite was uh, very good. Very, very good. Um, it just was very good. <laughs> uh, uh, it started Di- off hot. Dynamite analysis. Listen, All right. Good night, everyone. I, what do you want me to say? I feel like I've been. I, I feel like AEW is about to go off. I think like they. I've I've always you know we talk about AEW every week here. I've always been a huge fan of AEW. I just love what they've been doing, but I think right now with the announcement that we're getting next week of officially the second show, and I think this like now until this like AEW is about to take a rocket ship to the moon, rocket ship to the moon. I think they're gonna boom right here. Um, and last night's show they it felt like a big deal. We saw returns of a few people. Uh, we had great wrestling throughout the show. I actually thought the stuff that they did, the vignettes with the pillars, I actually liked. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it forwarded the story a little bit, um, which is good. Um, it just was all in that main event, man, that main event. And what happened at the end of that main event and the story moving forward and everything. It was a, a plus, episode of dynamite That's a bold for move for don callis to to turn on oof. his meal ticket like that <laughs> oof that's because he's got new meal tickets to Kesta. to Kesta. oh what are you thinking what do you think he do you think he goes to the bcc do you think that's what this is or do you think it's a separate thing so the weird thing is danielson looks surprised happy he, he said it surprised. on the commentary he said i had no idea this was happening but i'm very very happy it did I can see a story. So, so my prediction is uh, it, it involves a couple things. My prediction is that so Claudio beat Ray Phoenix to challenge for the tag title. Yes, the that PCC. was the open great match. To Banger, open great, insane. Uh, Claudio can wrestle with anyone. I mean, he just yeah. adapts the styles. And Ray Phoenix is unbelievable. I mean, Ray. Phoenix my thing about bad. Ray Phoenix, I said it on our podcast, my podcast last night, is we hear about Commander and Vikingo, and I love those guys. But the one difference between Ray Phoenix and them is Ray doesn't make his opponents wait as much. Mm-hmm. So you don't have yeah. those like a lot of those awkward moments of standing around, but no, raise raise rope work is just oh next to none. But they said at the end of the match, we don't know the configuration of the BCC that's going to challenge, so it doesn't have to be Claudio. They're they're making us believe it's going to be Claudio, but it doesn't have to be. My theory is it's they make Takeshita and Yuta, and that's they're bringing in Keshta, like almost like a surprise, like we want you to come do it. Don keeps trying to sell Takeshita to the BCC. I don't think he's a part yes. of it yet. I think he's selling Takeshita into it. Mm. I think that's the, okay. the story that like Takeshita is kind of being pushed along. And eventually Takeshita will buy fully in. And that's where you'll have to have like, you know, people come and help the elite out where you'll get the story of Hangman. And you might, some people say Ibushi and you get all these things. But the story is that Don isn't part of him yet, but he's trying with Takeshita. Yeah, he was so over with like the initial beginning of that whole thing started that would have been weird to just like kill that vibe right away. Like, oh, the dude gets pops everywhere. Let's turn him heel right away. So I think, yeah, after it's going to be like he's going to play the baby face like, no, no. And then he's going to be all in, especially because that was kind of what they did with Yuta, if I'm not mistaken. Like Yuta was kind of like he wanted in. He wasn't. And then they like he he embraced it fully. And now he's like an integral parts. Maybe they'll do the same thing with Takesh. That would be fun. I'd be down with that. Yeah, I would very much like that. 
Um, man, it this, was this um, BCC though. This new this Daniel Bryan coming back and like this whole who, thing who, who has that? just who been. Sorry, I say it every time. I can't help it. Daniel Bryanson or Brian Danielson or Mr. Brie Bella or Nikki, whatever. I the the dude has been hitting on all cylinders since he came back. We thought maybe he was gonna go back to face, and then he brought that damn screwdriver out, and he's just been money. Oh my god, it's been been clicking. And I know some people laughed at what Mox saying, like the BCC and the elite is like the peak of like of the pinnacle of like wrestling right now. Like it really is like, this is like such a good story. I think it's just the internet haters that are just hating on anything to hate on it, but they're telling a really good story. It's, it's now my favorite story in all of wrestling. Yeah. It went I from agree. bloodline, which we've talked about. And I, and just because I host them, uh, AEW specific podcast for people who don't know me, you know, I've done the FIFA watch alongs and pre-shows for WWE. Mm-hmm. I just like wrestling. And I, and I, so I enjoy both companies there a lot. Like I watch them regularly. Bloodline for what six months has been my favorite storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they killed it. So now yeah. this is my favorite storyline. I'm hoping they don't kill this. The AEW doesn't kill this. But right now, you have two. And I don't. I can't use the word elite oh because unfortunately, it's be a pun. But you have two of the best groups in the world competing. I agree. And Ryan, we would like to apologize. Yeah, we're going to apologize first because remember that problem we were talking about we've been having with a certain yep. tag team? It showed up. What the do you want? Go away. Oh, no. I heard him talking about something about the greatest teams ever. Well, you got it right here, baby. The R A D Z Rats. You know what you could do with that finger? You know where you could stick that rich? Probably in the mail to send to you and your wife. We got free ones. Wow. Not for you, actually, for JPJ. Oh, One's in the mail, baby. They, uh, we have a oh, guest. I mean, we got we got Darren Amazing. We got we got Darnell saying, "What is he doing here? What, how did you get? Did you hear your ears burning? Talking about your you know ninety-nine cent right? shade. This is Ryan. our buddy Ryan. He's our guest tonight. Yeah, and he knows what the Rads are all about. He's a big fan. I can tell just by the way he's looking at me. Okay, I'm, I'm, might be. I'm just captivated by the charisma oh absolutely baby see another one on board plogo when are you gonna join the team huh as soon as you watch those tips that y'all be touching are you, are you gonna <laughs> finally admit that we're better than seven i i can't i can't bring myself to do it. yeah you guys won we yeah, won, won. And square we didn't even cheat you see that first time for didn't everything i guess cheat. didn't even I mean, cheat. Plugo, they won didn't without cheating cheat. how are you hating we are the best around, baby. You no pay you this. Apparently, I don't know why they're hating on me. I did. I made one prediction. That's you keep shooting shots at us. I watch your little program on YouTube you, every week. I hear the yeah, shots about I'm the worst streamer the in the history of streamers. Cheer for you guys You cheer for anybody that's not us. You call you me cheer the for worst. Eight? Yeah, you call me the worst streamer in streaming no, history. I I'm, never. I. I I take it back. You're not the worst because you're the second worst streamer in history. Because if you were the worst, you'd be the best at something. So, <laughs> who, you have the link? who gave you this link? Who gave you the link? We're on YouTube you this now. Hey, this hey, is Jeremy Le Bouche. That is French for shut your mouth. Okay. Who's your who, who's finally going to give us props, huh? When you finally going to admit. Rods are the best in Alberta, in best in Western Canada, and probably all over. 
you guys won. I'll Where's give you that. Props, Where's those? Props? I'll give you one. You won fair and square. I was impressed. I was surprised. I'll give you that. I'm, you were surprised. I was surprised because your track record says otherwise. It's an insult, Plugo. I can't believe that. You steal gimmicks. You cheat to win. You finally did the right thing. I still can't process it. That's why. That's enough. (laughs) Okay. Do you have like, what are you doing here? I'm here to get an apology for the rads from you. Apologize, Plugo. I'm not going to do it. Not today. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. If you win whatever match you're, I don't think you guys even been announced yet for LPW 15. Well, if we decide to show up, you yeah. know, that, if you guys a month off because they have no more teams for us to beat, maybe, maybe we can work we this out. You tell us, you tell us, R-I-P-S-O-E. how about this? You tell us who gave you the link and you admit you stole our sparkler gimmick. I will apologize for all the shots. Sparkler gimmick. We never stole that. That's how this whole thing yeah, started. This whole thing started. This whole thing started because Plugo said something about. We have you guys a legal counsel. We had to get a lawyer. You have no legal counsel. You have a bird lawyer. <laughs> bird okay? law is. Yeah, but law. he's an expert in bird law. He he's an expert through. in bird law, which has nothing to do with our pyro. We got foam fingers. When are you going to steal those? Huh? Well, you going to have some foam beards soon? Steal those? We should. That's a good idea. Yeah, I saw the right? I saw the fake Christmas trees in the last episode. That's our gimmick too. Yeah, you hey, took. Yeah, you now trees are Larry's thing. Okay, you respect the gimmick. He is lumberjack, he is lumberjack. one of our gimmicks. It was, Plug- his, it was Plug-O owns four Christmas trees. It was his birthday the other day. It's Happy birthday, on that Larry! Day. All right, he's one. Maybe, maybe, maybe next time you crash a stream, I'll change my tune. But right now, I'm still a little hurt for all the shots because you took a shot this just this week. When? On your little silly program. I didn't even say anything. You took the when? shot. I just responded. What was, what was the shot? No, you, you, you plug out. Oh, he's the worst streamer. Not the best. Blah, blah. JPJ bought us these glasses. He's a class act. He carries yeah, the load. Yes. <laughs> Are you saying JPJ is not a class act? Is he is a class act, but I'm saying. He's not a class act. <laughs> I'm, saying all I'm saying. I've you take shots. Not a class act. <laughs> Ryan. That's just saying, plug out. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here, and the only person taking shots is you. Yeah, right. He's asking for an apology. We show up to get a lot of people to just tune into your silly little show. We're probably the most entertaining part. No offense, Ryan, but again, I get it. I get it. I understand. When you get your foam finger, you know, now available at merch stands all over wherever the rads are available. Um, then we just try to do nice things for you, and you poop all over us. That. Yeah, that's exactly what you're, happens. You're turd. You just turd on us, right? That's really what it is. I made one prediction. One. How dare you? And I was right. First and foremost, how dare you? Secondly, how dare you? And how dare thirdly, you question my turn, my journalistic integrity? Well, you're wearing a Texans hat, so yes, I have to. <laughs> that is true. He that's is wearing a Texans hat. It's that's embarrassing, fair. really. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, even though they're change. playing pretty well. I uh, but. The hat. So you guys want to know who's been giving us this link, hey? Yeah. Well, yeah. you you had you had the Twitch link. You Who had the Twitch is link. The third man. It's the one of the greatest yeah, mysteries one of the, in all yes. of wrestling, right? Yes. Well, I can tell you it ain't Hogan. <laughs> I can tell you it ain't Hall or Nash. You'll have, Zach, you'll have to talk to Rich and Ty and Larry and Mitch and Ben. I'm not giving them the link. We're not doing. They just show up. 
You want to advertise and get with them. You know what? I, I already advertise your silly little show. Okay. Rich Hill decides, Hey, RK athletics, let's promote that. One of the greatest personal trainers of all time. Okay. Rich King shows up to entertain. Two separate people. That, that's true. That's same corporation. Same we talk about that <laughs> weekly. <laughs> All of our extravagant monies. Okay. But anyways, so who is giving us a link? It's the greatest mystery in wrestling right now. It's the greatest mystery in all of love wrestling, right? Yes. Do you want a hint on who it is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Son Damn of a bitch. I knew it. I knew it was coming. Anyway. We went one week without these bastards showing up and ruining our shit. One week. I feel like it would stop if Plego just apologized. Probably. Maybe. But he said he's not. Oh, Jason Tatum, you stud. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. anyway. He's going to win. Listen, Celtics Ryan. Eight, baby. I'm not Celtics ready up, to eight, apologize. Baby. There's been a lot of shade thrown my way. T.Y. Jackson came on this program and oh, told he me he hated me that and that true. I should never leave my country. Yeah. And I like T.Y. Jackson a lot. Yeah. I have right, nightmares. So, anyway, let's finish up on some. Yeah, I was gonna say we, now that we're over the two-hour mark, <laughs> we've gone our time because the last ten minutes were. Now taken. we're gonna have to pay Ryan extra for the OT. You know, it is what it is. But hey, where's um, my union? What the hell? Nah. Jesus. We were talking BCC. We we're talking elite. Um, oh boy. Anyway, the lead BCC thing. Where do we see this ending? So we think an guts, anarchy in the arena. Anarchy in the arena. That's what we do, right? Because they're going to do blood and guts with the ladies, right? Is that what yeah. we're thinking? Yeah. They're going to do blood and guts with the outcasts and that crew. So this is anarchy in the arena, probably. And I um, think that'd be amazing. I agree. I agree. And I, I, I'm maybe it's next week because we have two dynamites until double or nothing next week, and then the go home show the week after. Hangman, right? Has to come back and be the guy right to be with because you, you're talking danielson moxley claudio yuda and then if you even involve Takeshta, maybe that's five and right now we just have kenny and the bucks so the question becomes does this is the blow off for this at double or nothing I don't think so. I think it should happen after. I think they should make it a big dynamite. Or maybe, well, no, it can't be on collision because they're separating people. But um, I think it happens afterwards. So I think you'll pat, you'll keep the Kesha away from it. Well, can you do anarchy. Don't do anarchy in the arena at double or nothing. Do a straight up triple, uh, not triple, like trios. trios. Double, yeah. At double or nothing. That's when you have Takeshita or someone interfere to cost and then the numbers just are are too great that they have to bring bring back hangman and you have to bring in someone else see that's the only issue. and it i know everybody wants a bougie but you can't guarantee that yeah. so until i see yeah. it in front of me I, I it's hard to predict but i definitely I would, say, think, I would say if adam cole wasn't doing his thing with jericho which I, I, there. I, I'm in on that. I, I like what they're doing with Adam Cole and Jericho right now. Currently. Yeah. I, that actually uh, ended up, has been a great feud. So I'm not, and I'll tell you, you know who, you know, who Pluggo doesn't like who I thought had a star role on last night's dynamite. And that is one Christian cage. You're not a Christian it, cage fan. It's not the, 
<laughs> always just the, 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 the rat. I, know. Rat, the rat I just know how to word it. So Puggo looks no. like a piece of crap. But uh, <laughs> he doesn't no. do anything. He doesn't work. He did. Well, no, you that, know what he did that, last night? He got liquid heat. That's what he that got last night. Played. My whole joke is like when he came back, it was outwork everyone, and then I just proceeded to watch him never work. And he so he's outworked you by never working. Right, right, right. But I just like to, and I, oh, and I I'm get still, and I'm still disappointed that they kicked Marco Stunt out of Jurassic Express. Listen, I was a Marco Stunt fan. You're not going to hear me argue against that. I think I'm with you. He doesn't wrestle, but he got he. No, yes, no, no, oh no. My again, God. It was in a so complete, good. in a complete kayfabe set. This is all kayfabe. He's oh, yeah. phenomenal talent. He's doing yeah, Hall of Famer. He's killing it. That promo last night. That promo was so ruled. good. He's like, I'm just Detroit, making you are the worst I city one... in this country. Yeah. You guys could kiss my ass. And he like uh, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was talking about this with Drew on Firmly AW last night. I think he wasn't he wasn't going to end that promo that way by telling Detroit to kiss his ass. But once the Detroit fans started chanting, it, "Edge it, is better," that which was dirty. Bravo, Detroit. Bravo for that. That's Hats dirty. Off to you. They well, started chanting, Edge is better. And he's a pro. Christian's a pro. He's just going through it, saying what he needs to say. He don't care. And I think he made the effort. He was like, okay. And he was like, so I'm going to end my promo by just going, in Detroit, you can kiss my ass. And he just throws the mic down, like, kiss my ass. Oh, it was amazing. Say, I think the best moment of the entire promo was his mistake. Yeah, when he started talking and he screwed up literally, and he didn't rush to fix it. He let the crowd jump on him for it because it built their excitement up, it built their energy up, and that made them get more into his promo. Yeah, like that is just good work. Like he just knew what he was doing. Let them hate on you, and they'll just keep building. And by the end, he was he got the most reaction on it out of anyone last night. Yep. And another thing involving Christian. They did those vignettes of the four pillars throughout the night. And Christian in the Jungle Boy vignette, I loved it. Because you know they hate each other. Big time rivalry. And Christian openly was like, yeah, I chose to become friends with Jungle Boy because I thought he was the most talented guy of those four pillars. And I stand by that. Even though he hates his guts, he said, I stand by that. And if he ever gets his head out of his ass, you'll see that he is the best of those four. And I just thought that that was, I wasn't expecting it. But when I saw Christian and he's saying, you know, he's saying it out of hatred, you could tell, but he's saying positive things about Jungle Boy. I love that. That was my favorite part of any of those vignettes throughout the night. Yeah. Was I thought that was beautiful how they incorporated him in that. He was, Christian was a star last night for me on that show. He was awesome. Um, I just, that promo was just, that was, that was some good stuff. Um, did anyone else think that Kenny Omega's leg got ripped off? Was I the only one with that cage spot? How did they do that? I've oh. never seen anything like it before. Unbelievable. And then, like, he immediately, like, went out of the ring and he, like, called the doctor over and was grabbing his leg. I was like, oh, my God, is this real? Like, did he? Because he landed that way. And I'm like, how did his knee not just shatter? Like, yeah. that was not. I mean, he sold it so well. Oh, my God. 
And Moxley, like, almost hitting his head straight. Oh, my God. It was a brutal spot. They left um, nothing. That, for for a Dynamite, for just a Wednesday, they went all, I mean, that was pay-per-view level stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even talked about the biggest story of, I mean, that main event was just really good. But we didn't even talk about Miro and Thunder Rosa. Friend of the show, Thunder Rosa. Friend back, of the show. You baby. see her in our title telling you to watch the show. Thunder Rosa, friend of the show. Miro. This guy, we have the wrestling community has been pining for this guy to come back for months. Everyone, where's Miro? Where's Miro? Miro's back. And Renee's back there asking him, hey, what are you doing here? He doesn't even say a word, just walks right into Tony Khan's office. And then Thunder Rosa comes back and she calls Tony Khan what I think we should all refer to Tony Khan for as for the rest of time. Poppy Khan. <laughs> Poppy Khan. I loved it. Now, like, tonight seems like a good night to talk to Poppy Khan. I was like, oh. That's a great name for Tony Khan, Bobby Khan. We should do that. Um, so that's nine, two heavy hitters. Nine damn months. That's right. Zay. It's been a while. Nine months. Miro was not on television. Nine months. It's really he, been that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not injured for most. He was injured at the beginning of it, but ready to go for probably just, half of that. They just never had anything for him to do, which I can't believe. Well, we <laughs> now they're getting us. I know exactly. But now we're getting a second show. And it's time to bring everyone back. It's time. All right, we got room for you now. And I love how they kind of intertwined it. They made the announcement of Collision a storyline. And I think that that's rare. You know what I mean? Like they made that a storyline. Miro coming back. And then Thunder Rosa coming back. And then you get the Tony promo afterwards where they're like, next week is a monumental. Tonight's one of the best dynamites ever. We, as you can see, we have talent back here that are itching to get on television. I think that we can create more content than ever a week on a weekly basis. So they're turning those returns and that into a storyline of how they're going to create this second show. I think that's very smart to do. Uh, I like it. I like that whole episode of Dynamite. It was good. It was good. Um, Jay's liking his Celtics leading right now. Just- it's over. They're winning. We're going to game seven, One. right? They won. Did they? Can't wait till so they get to lose from the home crowd. Seven. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Probably they'll, they'll end up being like down by twenty in the first quarter. I'll just be like, "This fun they, will last." They did this last year too, and three of the series last year they should have just ended it. They sh- now well, this is how we're going to end: is me going. They just won. I should be happy. I'm going to go ape shit about the Celtics. They're the most talented team. You can make an argument they're one of, if not the most talented team in the league, right? I'll so, give you one. One of, yeah, they're one of, they're in there. I, I think personally, they're the most talented team left in the playoffs. Well, I mean, numbers wise, they're even with a certain other team in the playoffs. They are. But when you're talking from a talent, a roster, one through 12. Well, so the other team has the MVP. Very good. Very good play. Very good play. I like him being a former not. MVP. Who showed up in a playoff Did game? Darren Mason say minutes. Miro for Collision Champion. Are yeah, they they, gonna, they're going to add a championship. No, I, I, no, I think it's a soft brand split. So I think MJF will be kind. Anyway, of, go yeah. on. No, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm in good spirits. <laughs> I'm in good spirits. It's in good spirits until they lose at home. But I'm it's just come, one of these gonna, things where it's like, then I'm going to be like the Rads, and I'm going to be coming in. Yeah, they, uh, they, hundred percent doors open last year. Like, Right. That's fine. Last I'll make year, sure they, it happens. He doesn't have control over everything. They should blow doors in the first round, right? So they beat the Brooklyn Nets in five. Nice and easy. They get to the second round. I forget who they play, but it was a team they should have beaten four or five. The shit goes six. Then they get to the Bucks, 
And the Bucks are hard. I get it. The series should have been over in five. And it went to seven for no reason because they just don't show up for games and they just make life constantly harder on themselves. And then they did it again against the Hawks. And then they've done it again against the 76s. And they're going to they swept the at home. They might. They might. And I would not be shocked because if they Joel did. Embiid is going to show you why he's the MVP. Yeah, that's fine. Harden I, is going to go off for 40 again. He might because he stunk tonight. <laughs> he stunk that's tonight. Fine. He just has to show up he, on, on the next game. Yeah. And he might. I don't know. All I know is that James Harden couldn't play a basketball game in the playoffs his whole career up until a week ago. That's all I know. And yet now he's played two. Yeah. But two out of six ain't good. That's not a good percentage. I only need two out of six ain't a good percentage. And we're solid because MB can carry the rest. It's true. We're solid. I I have no faith. (laughs) I have no faith in the Celtics in game seven. No faith. Nor should you. Huh? I'm just talking trash at this. Yeah, point. I don't I even mean, know if I believe it. I should have faith do. in them because they're, in my opinion, you can the, see he's trying. This is where he tries to like reel it back in, but he wants to let the beast tiger no, out of the cage, no, no. bro. Tiger's Look out it, of the cage. I, I I shouldn't be worried because they are a vastly superior team. Look, vastly. they're a great number of mediocre players. They have the best mediocre players in the league. I mean, who? The Celtics. The Celtics. They have Jason Tatum, who's a top Okay, they have two. one really good player. And then the other Jalen Brown was all NBA this year. How many all NBA players did you guys have? One, the MVP. He was the best player in the league. Sorry, you he had the best player in the NBA. Yes, I agree. NBA? I I'm not I'm so not I'm debating just, that. But who finished uh who finished like second or third in the MVP voting? It was it was the guy on my team too. Like he's not exactly so, so that is that was that first down below. Is that first? No, no. But so, again, so I'm just mediocre players. I got it. I got it. Yeah. The dude, the dude's been in the league for ten years. He wins one MVP, and uh, you know he's he's the best player. Oh, alive. please! You and I both know he should have been winning multiple. That the yeah, but he couldn't stay on the not... court. He couldn't stay on the court because no. he's never held. Bullshit! They don't. They didn't want to reward the Sixers for the process. That's what it that, really that, was. That I would agree with you. I do think that they. Yes, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The, if we, if I'm actually stop trolling and being real for a second, that's what it was. They don't. Embiid is synonymous with the process because he calls the, himself. He, the process. He's the 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 person for the process. Yeah. Like he's the and guy who was built. Did not him. want to reward it, even though it's one of the few ways to legitimately rebuild your team. Mm. Is it funny to like rebuild- though, by the way that you know had they not traded that pick, the Sixers would have Tatum. No, but Boston trade- would take Tatum either way. Well, no. The, well, yeah, I, the boss, boss. We were going to take Tatum with the first pick. We really oh, were. I don't. Remember yeah. That. At least according according to goal. Danny Ainge, we were taking Tatum anyway. But he I'll felt like he could make that trade and get some other assets and still get him at three. Uh, that's right. That's right. The yeah, Sixers. That, I don't think we're we're even thinking Tatum. I don't think they wanted Ball. Yeah. So I think their fear was that that they would get Tatum would go to the Celtics, um, and then Fultz would go to two. Fultz and would go to they the, would get would go to the Lakers. Ball. Yeah, and they did not want ball. Now it turns out having either of them sucks. I'll never understand what happened to Markel Fultz. You just don't fall apart like that, but apparently you do. Yeah. I think I think the psyche of the Celtics trading out of that pick kind of messed with them, to be honest with you. Because he was I mean he was the guaranteed number one pick, and he ended up being the number one pick, but it was a guarantee that the Celtics were gonna get him. And then when all of a sudden the Celtics and it in that year, it wasn't like the Celtics were the worst team in the league. They had that pick via a trade. They were good. They were yeah. already a good playoff team and was getting the number one pick, you know. So it was like one of those things, and everyone was like, Oh, Markel Fultz is going to the Celtic. Markel Fultz is going to the Celtics, and then the Celtics trade out, and then you start to hear the things on the news of uh, you know, they don't really think that when it 
in the NBA, usually of all the sports, there's not a lot of trades of the number one pick. If you get the number one pick, that's like a gold mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the yeah. Celtics were like, no, nah, we're good. We don't need faults. We're good. And I think that that truly messed with them. I really think it did. Like he was like, oh, God, they don't think I'm they don't want me. They don't think I'm good. And I think that that messed with the psyche. And then that made yeah, even more true. pressure because then you have a team that's trading up to take you. Not weird. The, the and Sixers. that creates more pressure. I'm, I have no dog in the Sixers Celtics fight, so I'll just end up fighting. I wouldn't even say it's a, like, I don't think the Sixers drafted two guys that completely forgot how to play basketball. Yeah, it's, almost like it's almost like they got lucky. It's almost like they got lucky. They didn't. They didn't draft Jalen Brown, All NBA, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year. They, you know, you got you got one guy that actually knows how to draft, and then you got another guy. If you got the number one pick nine years in a row, you're going to hit on one. I'm of them. sorry. Yeah, you know the big the, because the Celtics haven't had the the. Uh, the media run a campaign against them that forces the commissioner to come in and put somebody else in play in head of your organization to completely screw you over. Yeah. The Celtics are giving gifts. The Sixers. Hey, I'm not, trash. I'm not here. I'm not going to debate that the Sixers haven't been screwed. Cause I, the league is bullshit, but <laughs> I mean, that, that's the only area. Like I legitimately get annoyed is blind squirrel screwed. finds a nut. Sometimes guess, you know, they found a little I'll never understand what happened to Ben Simmons either. That's that's very weird. I figured he was a no-brainer, like all-star player. All very you bizarre. have to do, if you're Ben Simmons, is learn to be a moderate, decent free throw shooter. Yeah, you don't need to shoot threes. You don't need to shoot a mid-range. Just learn to shoot like seventy-five percent from the free throw line. If you get in the eighties, it's even gold. But if you can do seventy-five percent instead of like the forty percent that he is, yeah, you're unguardable. Yeah, he's six ten. He's a point guard. Ridiculous passer, plays really good defense. You just cannot play offensively. Like if if you any put facet. Simmons in the game tonight for Sixers, take out Harden, but Simmons can shoot free throws. Like can legitimately, you can't foul him because he will make his free throws. You're you're having a different game there because his his defense, he can defend Tatum mm-hmm. and play offense, but he just he refuses to learn to shoot. Yeah, very bizarre. Very bizarre. <laughs> anyway, on that note. Me and Ryan will be on Twitter in two days yelling at each other during game seven. So that'll probably be Correct. fun. Uh, Ryan will be back next week gloating after. Yeah, maybe. Game. He can pop back oh, in. Yeah well, yeah, well, if it's like the other said, way around. The best part is not... if they lose, I forget about it the next day. I don't even, exactly. it doesn't even affect and me. And I'll just be sitting here going, great, now baseball. Jimmy Butler's going to step on our throats. So uh, good. Uh, you know, <laughs> I listen, if we end up winning, we are the, the better seed. So what should have happened will happen if we end up winning. Right. But. When we go to play Miami, no doubt in my mind, Jimmy Butler's going to walk on that court and look at Jason Tatum and just call him a bitch. And Jason Tatum's going to be like, <gasps> and he's just going to play like, you. like four games. What are you, beef, why you mean? Why are you fair. mean? But to be fair, he's Jimmy an Butler, alpha. That, That's why Jason, yeah, he's an Jimmy alpha. You, does have, that you should learn from him. him. You have all the talent in the world. You're one of the five best players in the league, but you don't, you're not an alpha. You just sit there like a child. <laughs> learn how to win. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank Ryan from Mark Order Pod coming tonight. Thanks for having we, me, guys. We went on a tangent. We talked some basketball. Hopefully we talked comes, some sports movies. He comes back. He'll come back. I think. Oh, we'll I have. have I had a blast. Here. Yeah, I think we'll have a good. He'll come back. He yelled back. at him. I didn't yell at him. No, no, yell me. He yelled at him. I didn't yell at him. I don't know. Yelling. If anything, I yelled up at my, a little bit, Ryan. If anything, I yelled at the sports teams that I support. Yeah, he's yelling at Boston. I'm like, I am just sitting by and watching like I am. everyone else. I expect, I expect better. 
<laughs> this game, this series should not go, have gone more than five games, especially with Embiid missing one of the games. What are you doing? Okay. Anyway. Go seven and the Sixers are going to win it. Like, he is the MVP for a reason. He's the best player in the league this year, even though I think Jokic is better. But he's the best player in the league. Well, tune in next week for Ryan for the Mark Order Podcast victory lap. But he wasn't in a game. He he did not play a game in this series, and you lost. If you would have won the game that Embiid didn't play in, the series is over. It's just over. Yep. <laughs> but you showed up, and you were like, oh, Embiid's not playing? We're going to win this one easy. And then you got your doors kicked. He got punched in the face, and you couldn't respond because this team can't respond to adversity because they're a bunch of children. Which okay. does make it questionable for, for the next game because they're going to think it's going to be easy. At home, game seven. They, they might. Think they I, think that's why they I think that's why they lost game five is because they were just yeah. like, oh, we're back at home. We're just going to win this. And the Sixers were like, no, you're not. You yeah. have to at least try. And when they tried in the second half, it was like they. Th it looked like for like three minutes that there was a chance they might come back and make it a game. And then it was like, no, you're not. You're not. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, at least the Red Sox are pretty decent. So I'm dealing with that. I, I, that's a nice little surprise for me because my Bruins. Two weeks ago. No, I thought they were going to be trash, but now they're actually all right. They're actually okay. They're at least fun to watch. I don't. They're they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be great, but they're fun to watch, and that's all I can ask for because I expected them to lose like 90 games this year. But speaking uh, of fun to watch, Ryan, tell the fine yes. people where they can find you in your wonderful podcast. Great podcast. Every Wednesday night we do a. A rampage, I'm uh, not rampage, a uh, dynamite post show at Mark Order Pod uh, on YouTube. It's 10:15. We talk all things all elite, and you can follow us at Mark Order Pod on all your socials. Boom, that was easy. Like, he's, like the guy's a professional, like he's a pro, like he knows what he's doing. That's well, then I'll do the, then I'll do the damn thing real quick and say you can find me at Plugo underscore on Twitter and then at Plugo Loves Wrestling on every other social media platform. Uh, tomorrow morning, 8, 8 a.m., I found out from the boss today, my next get-to-know spotlight interview with Rose for LPW Fame Rose comes out tomorrow on lovewrestling.ca on the website. I do some writing every once in a while, so check that out. Mm. I've got a couple other things in the works. Stay tuned. we got some announcements. We'll be making those later. But you can find the show page at B2Beards on all social medias. That's where you can stay up to date with what we're doing here. We're definitely going to have Ryan back. He wants to come back, and maybe he'll be on next week for a victory lap if the Sixers win. But, JPJ, close us out like you always do so we can get out of here and let these fine people enjoy the rest of their evening. Yeah, uh, you can find me on the Twitter machine at Joseph underscore Poulin Jr. But if you type in just JPJ Loves Gaming right there, I should show up as well. You can also find me on Twitch over at JPJ Loves Gaming. Play a lot of MLB The Show over there. Tomorrow, Season 2 releases, so we're going to be on there for a long time grinding that. Um, you can find me Wednesday nights. I also do with Drew Nicholas, Big Money Drew. We do a AEW Dynamite review show called Firmly AEW on Wednesday nights right after Dynamite. And then you can find me here every Thursday at 8 o'clock with this gent right here. Wait, hold on. There. Plug-O. And we usually have fine guests like Ryan joined us tonight. So that's where you can find us. But if you follow us at Love Wrestling, Love Wrestling CA, you'll get all the notifications. You'll know when we go live. You know, you'll know all our other great shows that we talked about. Quizplex, that's coming back next week. We got the brunch gimmick on Sundays. We do Love Wrestling Reacts. Plugo and Lawrence did one for Backlash that I was so excited for. I had to hop on halfway through and talk about that Bad Bunny match Blown and stuff like steam, that. Baby. Um, so we got a lot of stuff going on at Love Wrestling. So give us a follow. 
Thank you for all the support. Thank you for the support and the transition back to YouTube. It's been a fun three weeks, and we're going to keep this puppy going. Ryan, again, thank you for hopping in. Uh, sorry about the interruption from the rads. We'll make sure maybe next time we don't have that happen. But you are welcome. Open door policy. Whenever you want to hop on, you are more than welcome here, my friend. So thank you again for hopping on. And for Ryan. For Pluggo, I'm JPJ. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. And you know the drill until next week. Peace out. Down hey there, Plugo and JPJ. It's Trent's mom, Sue. And I have a bone to pick with you. So, I understand that you guys are being real idiots and spending your entire monthly budget You've got to be kidding me. This is not the way to be when you're trying to uh, run a business. Your boss, Spencer, is really pissed off at you. I'm pissed off at you. You have some nerve. Um, you know, get a grip. You... <laughs> <laughs> you have to control yourself. You can't just go out and spend all the money that you're making, you two beards guys. Two beards. Oh, no. This is coming out so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> behave yourselves. Or I'm going to cut you off from watching AEW. You're no longer going to get to know, uh, be able to meet my son. Or me. I'm sorry. This is like, I don't know. Anyway, thanks so much for being fans. Watch yourselves. Knock it off.